I'm James Chalmers, and with me, as always, are my Mighty Morphin Podcast co-hosts, uh, Tina Harrisonitas. Hello! And Nick Owen. Hello, hello. Try and guess what we're going to review later on tonight, guys. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, I might as well just right into it. How you been? How's the week been, guys? Very well, very well. Busy, but good. Mm-hmm. Tina's uh, long time of holidays has now come to an end. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm back at school now, and it's great, but I am... Super exhausted because we had a whole day of teaching and yeah. then a whole day of rehearsals, just like yesterday. So I feel like as well after a break, you just don't have the same stamina. You know, yeah. once you start working again, it's hard. Yep, absolutely. I don't know what this break is that you people are talking of, but <laughs> I'm sure it sucks. <laughs> How have you been, James? Same old, same old. Man, I had a few days off, so I guess I did have a bit of a break, and I watched a lot of movies. Oh, good. Which so. is helpful for a show like this to I, watch movies i don't think i've got one new movie to review i could probably delve back into something we haven't talked about but um so you have to carry the review section that's yeah, okay i don't think i have any reviews that's either. okay i only have one i mean i've got a couple that i've watched that aren't used to things mm. but i can talk about them um but we did start recording very late tonight this is the latest i think we've ever started recording so yeah if we only like you know push out an hour that won't necessarily be a bad thing because yeah. we all have work in the morning but that's not the concern of the listener. We'll just push on through as if this is a normal night. Because <laughs> it is a normal night. Yeah. Um, Special night. It is. It's Wednesday. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My phone is letting me down. Alright guys, well before we jump into reviews, I have a ton of news. And most of it is all related to a very big movie coming out next week. So that's going to make it fun. Um, as most people around the world know, next week Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 comes out. So, if you don't want to hear any news about this movie or about anything relating to the Marvel Universe, switch off now or just like jump ahead like 5-10 minutes. But it's not spoilers, it's just stuff that yeah. you might not want to know. Um, so, the first big uh, announcement came a couple of days ago and it's been confirmed that James Gunn, the director of 1 and 2, will be writing and directing number 3. Oh, so oh, there cool. is going to be a third. They have. They announced This happened last time when 1 came out about a week ahead. Yeah. They announced 2's coming and James Gunn's in charge, uh, which is awesome. Uh, they've also announced that once Guardians is, or once sorry, Infinity War is all done, James Gunn is going to step in in kind of a producer type role in the Marvel Universe, the same way Kevin Feige is, and he's going to take over the cosmic side of the Marvel Universe. So he'll be overseeing all the, uh, like space movies. Essentially. Okay, yeah. So that might mean he has some involvement with Captain Marvel as well, which is cool. Is is Captain Marvel a cosmic? She's kind of she's kind of a little bit like Green Lantern. So like she does. She's kind of like a police's in space, but also on the Earth as well. Yeah. What's the difference between Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel? It's the same... Well, now there's a couple of different versions, but uh, Carol Danvers, who was Miss Marvel, became Captain Marvel. Uh, the only difference really is a title change and an uh, outfit. Yeah, she so a... she's still stretchy? No, that's the new Miss Marvel. Who... Oh, okay. So the new Miss Marvel is also an Inhuman, which is kind of like the X-Men, but not... So, yeah. I mean, I can explain this if you want, but it gets really technical. And Well, I've read Miss Marvel in um, 
the Gwenpool holiday comic. Yeah. Um, so the new so Miss Marvel. They explained it a little bit in that. I think. Yeah. So the new Miss Marvel is um, is stretchy um, and isn't the same character as the previous one. Okay. Um, so just to for those of us who have never heard of these people. Yep. Is Miss and Captain Marvel the same person? That's uh, what I was. So they about. were. So like in the old continuity, uh, Miss Marvel was ca- uh, Carol Danvers. And she took on a bigger role and became Captain Marvel. Mm. So she kind of had like a... Because there was another Captain Marvel who was a man uh, yeah. and he died and then she kind of moved in and took over his mm-hmm. role. So she just went from Ms. to Captain. Yeah. Like, yeah. But same character. But now that there's a current Captain Marvel, there's a new Miss Marvel and she's an inhuman, which is similar to the X-Men, but instead of being born with mutant powers, um, they kind of like have the potential to have powers um, when they're born. But it only gets activated if they encounter this thing called the Terrigen Mist, which is this whole other thing. But yeah. they're basically X-Men, but not. Okay. So she's kind of like an X-Men, but that's the new Miss Marvel. I'd like them to do her. I really like her. I've um, read a, bu- a bunch of issues of her book, and I think she's really fun. Like, and She's like Spider-Man's age, like the new Spider-Man. Like She's like a teenager and stuff, so we don't have enough kind of like kids. And, and... she's Muslim. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, so James Gunn getting a promotion, Guardians 3. Uh, and the last bit of news that I can think of um, is, uh, so obviously Guardians is out next week. Most Marvel films have like, well now they have like two post-credit sequences. Not this bad boy. Uh, it was announced on, well yesterday afternoon, that Guardians has four post-credit sequences. Oh wow. I thought it was up to five. Yes, and then <laughs> James Gunn was like, actually, <laughs> yeah. there's five. So there's, we have no idea what these are going to be. Basically, if you're watching this flick, definitely stay to the end of the credits. Yeah. I imagine one will set up Thor. Might as well just play like another movie. Like there's that many post credits movie. Well, there was someone like they made the joke after a while. They're like, by the time they get to Avengers three, the post credit sequence will be Avengers four. Like, um, so I don't know what they're going to do. Like, the post. I reckon they'll set up Thor Ragnarok. I reckon they'll probably set up Infinity War. But there's these three other ones. I don't know whether they're going to be like. Well, they're introducing Wonder Man in this movie as well, so like maybe they'll kind of set him up. Um, and then there's kind of characters we don't know who are going to be in this movie yet. Like, so they announced the other day, they revealed the role that Sylvester Stallone is playing, but I refused to look at it. I was like, you know what? Oh, mm. Sylvester Stallone in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's very hidden. I only found out he was in it when I saw that pop up. Like, Yeah. No, it was announced a while ago, and like I kept forgetting he was in it because they didn't confirm anything. Mm. And there was this really clever like April Fool's prank a couple of weeks ago, and I, like, I fell for it hard because it wasn't April Fool's Day in Australia. Mm. Uh, and they're like, it's just been confirmed because uh, he's in it, and Michael Rosenbaum, the guy who played Lex Luthor yeah. in Smallville, like, they're both in the film. And like it's just been confirmed, guys, that they're playing Galactus and Silver Surfer. And I was like... Oh my god, this is amazing! They got the rights back, and like on a huge, like excited tirade for like five minutes, and I was like, "Oh, hang on, it's April first in America." <laughs> but there's all these theories that maybe they're going to be like um, Nova. Um, there's this um, there's this character called Nova, like the human comet. Like um, in the previous film, they had the Nova Corps, which is like the kind of the um, armed forces mm. of that kind of area where they were staying. But Nova's his own here and he comes to Earth and like he has kind of alien and he's actually kind of similar to Miss Marvel as well. Like he has like kind of the power of like an like a, a rocket. Like he has like uh, these explosive powers and can fly around and yeah. do sorts of stuff. So people think maybe like Sylvester Stallone will be the old retired Nova and Michael Rosenbaum will be his son who took over as Nova and stuff. So took over as Nova. That's that's what the movie's called. Took over as Nova. Yes. So they might do that, or it might be like you know at the end of. The last movie they shows how the duck for a couple of minutes, so maybe more Howard like. Yeah, but to me the fact that there's 
four or five mm. means that there's going to be some serious setup. I think. I mean, yeah. they're yeah, not absolutely. all just going to be like fluff ones. Like you know, a while back, I'm not sure which film it was. It was the end when um, Tony Stark was just being talking. To, yeah, just talking to yeah. Hulk. Well, yeah. yeah, like at the end of Civil War, they set up Spider Man. They set up uh, Black Panther. They had those two. And like honestly, the next two movies after Guardians, with the exception of Spider Man. Is Thor and Avengers? Mm. Maybe they'll even set up Captain Marvel. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, but but you'd have to think that Thanos will get. We're getting closer to uh, mm. uh, Infinity War. Like, um, you'd think Thanos might get a post-credit scene. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we come to expect it at this point. I don't know how much of a role he'll play in this film if he does play a role at all. Because um, he, he was had one before in the first Guardians, but this yeah. the villain in this one, like Ronan, was one of his deputies, kind of like he reported to Thanos, mm. whereas Aisha. Is a whole different like cosmic. I feel like I saw him go like, like he clenched his fists and he had like the jewels on his hand and he was like, "I'm gonna get you, Avengers." Uh, That was at the end of uh, that was the end of Age of Ultron, and he Uh, put on the gauntlet, the empty gauntlet, and he was like, "Final, do it myself." Yeah, that's right. Was it empty? Was it? Yeah. So where are the? Are we going off topic here? But we can do it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, So the Infinity Stones. Let me try and reel off what I so. There's the the one that was in Asgard and is now with the Collector. So that's the Tesseract. No, the the red one. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, I'm not sure, but you know the one in, in Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. So that's the Ether. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And that was like the liquidy one. But the Tesseract one. is one, but isn't it? Is that the one that they gave to the Collector? I think yes, they did the um, the uh, Asgardians gave. Yeah. Them, yes. Right, and then there's um, so that's the Ether, which is I can't remember what they were calling that. With the power, maybe that was the power gem. I'm not sure. Yeah. Then there was uh, the one inside Vision's head. Yeah. The mind gem. Yep. Yeah. What else is there? There's and Nova Prime. Oh, you know the Nova Core. Don't they have one? I don't think the so. one from Guardians. The oh, the one, one they used to destroy Ronan. Yeah. Yeah. There's that one. So isn't that? So is the being... Tesseract not one? Then? The Tesseract is one as well. Yes. Yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, so, but the one from Guardians, the purple one. Yeah. Uh, at the end of that, don't they capture it and then give it to... The Collector? Nah, the, um, what's her name? The Nova Prime? Maybe. I think there's been a while since... I'll, we'll watch Guardians before I go see the second yeah. one. So I'll be, I'll I think that's what week. happens. I think, I they, think you might be right. Yeah. So um, that's that's three. Four. Because we've got the Tesseract as well. Oh yeah, okay. So where's that one? The Tesseract went back to Asgard, I think. I think so, yeah. But then didn't, wasn't, was that not the one they gave to the Collector to hide? No, I don't See, think I so. See, I thought it was. Well, if they did, then what happened to the Aether? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and then the did lo- the Aether go with the Dark Elves? Yeah, didn't they get banished, you know? When... Yeah, but something happened to the Aether. I can't remember what they did with it, though. Mm. Uh, and then the final one is the Time Gem, which is in the Eye of Agamotto in Doctor Strange's Necklace. That's right. I re-watched that and I completely forgot that there's yeah. a... Uh, so there's one more. I think that's the soul gem we still haven't seen. Is that so? What's visions? That's the mind gem. Okay. That's the one that um, Loki was using to to brainwash people in the first Avengers oh, movie because yeah. in his scepter. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the where the last one will be. People think it might be in Guardians, but sounds like there's a lot going on in Guardians. Yeah. It might be in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it could be, or maybe it's just in Infinity War. Like maybe, like maybe Thanos already has it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's yeah, that's the six gems or the six different stones. It's interesting, although you might be right with Ragnarok because the collector has at least one of them, and his brother is the grand master, who's the guy who runs the tournaments in Thor mm. Ragnarok. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. And Ragnarok's like set in like a different place as yeah. well, so that would make yeah. sense for like a different stone to be there. Yeah, so we're not sure where this one is, and I couldn't even tell you where they all are now because I'm thinking I'm like oh, it's, been, it's so long. 
when we do our Road to Infinity War segment later in the year, yeah. we will count them and find out where yeah. they've been kept. Um, it's like the Horcruxes, isn't it? You yeah. Know, yeah. It, it really like, is. This is this one's here, this one's here. Mm. I always think that there should be more, because there's seven, but so many of them are like, well, there's the, you know, like, the one in Harry and stuff yeah. like that. I'm always just like, yeah. is that all? Just yeah. four trinkets? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's Harry Potter, and we're not talking about that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Guardians, five post-credit sequences. Mm. I'm pumped. Like, and this movie is, I think, like 20 minutes longer than the first one. Like, it's 2 hours and 17. I think the first one was like 2.01, so not yeah. quite 20 minutes, but basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. We're, at this point, by the time this comes up, there'll be like three days left. Yeah, that's right. So, it's oddly, it's out on a Monday here. I think the official release date is Tuesday, but a lot of cinemas are doing advanced screenings oh, on a Monday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then, like, in a month's time, Wonder Woman's out. Yeah, end of end of May, which I'm looking forward to. And then, yeah. like in a month and a half, it's <clears throat> Spider Man. Yeah, a month and a half after that, or yeah, like it's in July, I think. Yeah, so yeah. they're nicely spaced out, aren't they? Yeah, we will get to the point. I think in a couple of years' time, every month there'll be a new comic book movie. Yeah, <laughs> like in 2019, there's four Batman movies. Remember, like Batman, oh, Batgirl, wow. Nightwing, and Gotham City Sirens. Yeah, so. yeah. So as long as Marvel have a couple out, and they've got one Avengers movie out that year, so. And Black Panther and Captain Marvel, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's we what can, I just can see, like in the future, like in you know thirty, forty years into the future, it'll be like the golden age of comic book movies. Yeah, absolutely, they so, will. Yeah. The same way the books did, and then they went to the Silver Age and stuff. Um, one, th- there's one fact that I've been like kind of juggling in my mind recently that I really like because I'm a big fan of like, the Bond movies as well, and they've got this rich history, and they're like. You know, it's been around for 50 years and we've got 23 movies. Literally in like two years' time, Marvel will have surpassed that in 10 years. Like in less than... <laughs> yeah. In like a tenth of the time or a fifth of the time, whatever. But the thing is, they're getting better as well, yeah. which is crazy. You know, like you think back to... Like, not just better, but bigger. Like the Iron... Like Iron Man 1 and 2, they just sort of seem so trivial now. Mm. Like the almost like petty... Mm. Yeah, well, even if you look at like Ant-Man, like it's every now and then they kind of get a bit small. But they have said like once Infinity... Once like this phase is over once they get to the end of Avengers 4 they're going to be a lot smaller they're going to do a lot kind of more contained stories yeah. mm. um, and I think they need to because otherwise it's like it gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and eventually yeah. going to hit a ceiling and the good thing is they haven't really done any bad movies yet like every film that I've seen I've liked like even like probably my least favourite is the first Thor movie that's probably my, my least favourite of, of all the movies I'm um, just trying to think or maybe Ant-Man like one of those two are probably yeah. towards the bottom for me and they're not bad movies they're just like they don't have as much going on for them in them for me personally as some of the other ones, but I, I could watch those, rewatch those films happily. Like I don't dislike them, mm. but like it's like how people kind of started like getting on Marvel's back about Iron Fist. Like oh they finally stumbled, and it's not quite true. It just wasn't like as amazing as some of the other stuff. Yeah, but they will if they keep trying to get bigger and bigger and bigger and better. They are going to hit that stumbling block. So I think it is clever to go and do small stuff after this, and mm. then just like build again. Like yeah, yeah. Um, and also Marvel have some other news, which I don't think we talked about last week. They've got like four new TV shows coming out or something like, so Punisher, so Punisher, Defenders, um, and then they're doing the sequel, the season season three Daredevil season two of Jessica Jones, but they're also doing two new shows on networks because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think is entering its last season. They're bringing out the Inhumans TV show, which looks cool, which we talked about before with Miss Marvel. I don't think she's in it, but some of the original uh, Inhumans in it. And then they're doing this thing called The New Warriors, and like their team leader is Squirrel Girl. So we're finally getting her on TV. So 
Is it Marvel or Killing? Or they just like keep pumping yeah, out yeah. shows. Like even now, like they've done that. I think they probably had a few shows before DC did. But DC are about to introduce their fifth TV show, and Marvel like, eh, it's like, yeah, Squirrel Girl. Like you never thought you'd have to <laughs> yeah, say that. Yeah. Like we can't even get Batman on TV at the moment, but like Squirrel Girl's getting a TV yeah. show. Uh, I think I saw something. <laughs> is there a show called Krypton coming? Yeah, the trailer came out today. It's got nothing to do with the other shows. Like it's not got nothing to do with Flash or Arrow. It's its own thing on a different network. And it's the origins. Like it's not even about like Superman or Superman's dad. It's like Superman's dad's dad on Krypton yeah. or whatever. But apparently it's very Game Game of Thronesy, like people were saying from the trailer. But I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So I tried to watch it, but it was blocked by the network. Oh really? Yeah. I think it was leaked. Oh okay. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, I do want to check it out. So hopefully soon I'll uh, get a chance to watch it. Mm. I mean, I'll check it out. Like if the trailer's good, I'll watch it. But it's kind of weird to do a show about like a character that never existed in the comics. Mm. It's like the basis for this show is not Superman. And it's not Jor-El. We're going to go like, even further yeah. back to a character you've never heard of who made him up. Like, yeah. I wonder if like a Krypton that the older generations are like racist. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, like old white guys. Uh, like they've got like the fortress of like Solitude Plantation Farm. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's nuts. Uh, anyway, I think that's all the news unless I'm forgetting something. But uh, Nah, I, I'd heard the, the part about the post credit scene, but I hadn't heard that... Uh, I didn't know they were definitely going to do a third Guardians because I thought that they do the two, then merge them together with the Avengers, mm. and then. Um, so well, is the ultimate idea that the Guardians of the Galaxy fight with the Avengers? I think they're going to join them uh, to fight Thanos. But I was I saw like uh, there was an interview with uh, Zoe Saldana today, and she was saying like the Guardians are necessary for this film because it's so dark and serious, like. Think mm. like Civil War and go beyond it because like this is like this is the end game. This is like the fate of the universe and stuff. So the Guardians are there for like the levity and the humor that you need in this film. Mm. Like they're gonna play that role, and I'm sure they'll be badass and like Rocket will be like firing bazookas and stuff. Um, I don't. Groot will be fully grown. Maybe, maybe, maybe teenage Groot. Maybe it will be teenage. <laughs> He'll have like a little yeah. emo fringe and like yeah. a little MCR <laughs> like bandana on and stuff. Um, I don't know, but I would like to see a Guardians vs. Avengers film. Why not? Like. But I feel like I have to wait a little while because we just had heroes fighting Civil War, so you have to kind of yeah. give it a little while. But I mean, now that I've read no, this... I want to see him team up. Yeah, team mm. up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But then, like in Civil War Two, the Guardians joined forces with Captain Marvel to fight Iron Man and his team. So mm. you could do that later on. But I mean, how much longer is Robert Downey Jr. going to be like? Yeah, he's in his seventies as Iron Man mm. and stuff. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for the news, guys. Um, so we. <clears throat> I think we only have one review because you guys said you didn't watch anything, which I know is true. Tina was going to watch something with me, and then she backed out at the last minute. Which I had is, work to do. Which is fair. Um, I went and saw the new Power Rangers film. Ah, yeah, I think you said you were going to do that last time. Yeah, last week we said we were going to see it on the Wednesday. Um, and yeah, I went and checked it out, and I dug it. It's uh, oh. Yeah, it's fun, man. Like, it's definitely not for everyone. Like, one of my buddies at work, I was talking about it, and like... As I was describing to him, he's like, yeah, you're not selling, it up, selling me on it. I'm like, I never thought I would. Like, it's just mm. not for you. It is kind of hard to see who the target audience is for it because it's based on a kid's <clears throat> property, but it's very adult in some areas. And not adult like, you know, people getting their boobs out and like wieners out and, <laughs> yeah. and swearing and stuff. Yeah. But it is like, it's... It's morphin' time. Yeah. The penis just morphs. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like sucks itself back into its body yeah. itself. Um, it's very graphic for everyone at home. Uh, it's weird. It's kind of like two movies. Like the first, like if you go, if like, 
there were kids in the cinema like next to me and stuff and if they were waiting to see those guys in suits like they had to wait like an hour and 40 minutes like they don't get to the suits at the very end of the film in fact the most of it it's kind of like the breakfast club like it's just like a teen drama and yeah. then kind of like these five strangers kind of getting to know each other and then like have to deal with the fact that they now have powers and you know just because we have powers doesn't mean we're a team and just because we're a team doesn't mean we're friends like yeah. we didn't choose this and I think in that respect it does the team building thing better than most movies like if you watch any of those Fantastic Four films you never once been like ah oh, those guys are a family I believe it like because it's so rushed because it's all like we're going to have powers and that's the testing phase yeah. and we're going to fail the first time but then we're going to learn teamwork to, is the best thing and yeah. then so you never get that development. Yeah, it? especially in that latest one. Yeah. They're yeah. definitely not They're not family because they're all at each other's... Well, I guess yeah. that's family if mm. you're at each other's throats. But um, whereas this one... like, And they might overdo it a little bit um, because, as I said, like, they don't get in the suits until like probably the last 20 minutes and they have a very kind of quick fight and then it's straight into the Zords um, for the big like kind of robot fight and stuff. Mm. So they probably could have fixed the pacing of it a little bit better, but I didn't care. Like, I loved all the teen drama stuff. And that's what it is. Like, it's a teen drama, so if you're not into that stuff, you don't want to hear like angsty kids complaining about their lives, you're probably not going to like it. But um, yeah, I, I, don't, I thought all the kids were really good. I thought um, maybe Brian Cranston is kind of a waste of casting, like because he's a really great actor, but for the majority of the film, he just plays a head on a screen. Like, yeah. and you could have given that to anyone. Like, I would have liked. You do see him in full form at one point at the very start. Because one thing they do with this film, and I really admired as well, is that they try to build the mythology and explain it and try to ground it in as much as, like, there's a reason why he's a floating head. Because he was one of the, you know, I don't know if I'll spoil it. Oh, spoil it. doesn't matter. Spoilers, you haven't seen it. Like, he was one of the original Power Rangers. Like, the Power Rangers aren't just, like, were never meant to be humans. They were, like, kind of like this intergalactic police force that were, like, kind of, they, when they touch these crystals, which sounds really lame and stuff, they get these powers... And they're kind of um, then t- tasked to defend the universe from like evil or whatever. So he was one of the original team members. And then like when he was fighting um, Rita, who's played by Elizabeth Banks, like he dies and his essence is captured in this ship. And that's why it's a floating head. So they kind of yeah. did that. And they kind of explained like that's why they're able to like do flips and do martial arts, even though they've never had martial arts training before because they got these powers for this crystal and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. The... They went out of their way to explain it, and sometimes movies do that, and I hate it, because I'm like, I don't care, look, I get it, just go on. But this, I think, because it is such a ridiculous property, even it though... It needs I, it. Yeah, it needs mm. it. The only, the biggest problem with it, I would say, is that it's this dark and gritty, like, serious teen drama about kids who get powers, and like, yeah, we've got to get together, we're a team, we're going to fight, we're the Power Rangers, and it's once <laughs> they say the word Power Rangers, yeah. or the word Zord... Or like anything like that. That's when it gets a little bit cheap. I think cheap. sword you could get away with because mm. that could be like the name of an alien or something. It could like be, that. but it's not it's, that far from the power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the power rangers. Yeah, it's like just if it was like the power soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the that is the hardest part, which is ridiculous because I'll watch someone be like, "I'm Batman," yeah. and like have no problem with it. And maybe it's just because it's the first time we've seen it done this way, and we just need to get used to it. But that being said, I really liked it. I thought. Yeah, all the performances were great. Elizabeth Banks is really good in it. Like, she chews the scenery yeah. as Rita Repulsa. Again, like, they, cause they have to use the names. <laughs> it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of a weird, like, yeah. name to have in, a, in, like, a serious film. But she's great. Um, I didn't realise that she and Brian Krantz are in it, because they're both awesome. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, he doesn't get much to do, but she gets quite a bit, because she's the villain and stuff. And she does get, like, a little bit silly sometimes, but you can do that with that character. Um, the kids are all good. Uh, 
the Megazord like makes sense. Like now the robots aren't just like robot dinosaurs and robot tigers or whatever. Like it's like the reason they are that is because like when the like the original Power Rangers landed on Earth, they took like they had this alien technology that took on the form of the most powerful creatures on the Earth at that time, and it's like living kind of like um, nanobots or whatever, so they can kind of change and like assume different mm-hmm. um, shapes. And then when the Zords like combine. It makes more sense they could wrap around each other because mm. they are living technology. I like that idea. That's good. And also, like you don't see all five of them suddenly in one cockpit, mm. even though they're on yeah. several. And then like, and not see them like mysteriously change positions without yeah. having seen them <laughs> change positions. Like they all have like you know there's like kind of three at the top, but they're all separate. And there's like two guys like down the knees, or whatever. And you have to like see them try to figure out how to control a robot all together and stuff. Like and they and like, they're not good at it. Yeah. Um, plus, Roy from the Office is in this movie as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I I could I'm prepared to believe that it's a good film. I think w- what I was saying last week, um, I just thought like I've seen the origins thing done too many times, and to me, I was just like, it's just another franchise they're trying to reboot. But you know, yeah. I'm I'm happy that it's, that you like, you know, that it was good. I've checked yeah. it out. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not a great film. Like, it's definitely got its problems, and like part of the problem is that the source material really works on the level it does on TV, but it's kind of hard to make it. A dark and gritty version, yeah. but I think they've laid all the right groundwork. So if they do get a sequel, you can go straight into that. Because the biggest problem was you didn't like to see them as the Power Rangers. Like there wasn't much fighting. Yeah. It was like a very quick fight scene, and then they, you know, went into, you know, the yeah. big kind of giant monster battle, which is cool. Um, but yeah, and like they really do honor the show. Like they keep all the names, all the characters, like everything you've seen in the show. They've tried to do a more kind of adult version of and I think they pull it off for the most part uh, Bill Hader's in it as well he's the voice of Alpha 5 who's like the little robot who helps him out in the command center and he's pretty good um, yeah so it's not like a they didn't like smack it out of the park but I think they did enough groundwork to if they lucky enough to get a franchise out of it I think it could be successful like um, and really enjoyable because I had a lot of fun with it I, like, again like, I dug the whole breakfast club vibe of the first hour and a bit like, I thought it was you know pretty fun um so I guess I'll give this out of how would I rate this? Out of, out of the little Marty Morphin figurines that they needed to transform. Well, they're not in this movie, so maybe yeah, but do it anyway. Maybe I'll just rate it out of abducted cows, which is a joke that you'll get once you see the movie. Uh, and I'll give it okay, Marty Morphin power. No, it's okay, it's alright. Abducted um, cows is fine. Um, I'll give it a, a seven. That is a very yeah. good score. Yeah, so just just to be clear, so we can lock that in, my opinion of Power Rangers the movie was higher than Teen's opinion of Alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, will you just let that go? <laughs> no, this... All I've heard is, movies you like Alien? In our, opening, in our opening theme song of this show, it's just like movie quotes. Next theme song is going to be just like teenage reviews of movies that should be higher. Yeah. Um, cool, we're going to head into some trailer trash in just a second. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Okay, we're back. We have to change the battery again. Uh, guys, we're going to head into our next favourite segment, which is Trailer Trash. That is some good trash. That is some authentic trash sounds. <laughs> uh, guys, I can only think of two trailers that dropped in the last week that need to be talked about, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's more. There's a couple more, but you go ahead. Let's start with maybe the best trailer I've seen since the Logan trailer, maybe even I'll before I'll tell you that. what it's going to be before you even say it. It's going to be Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. That's right. The immigrant song plays a great little... Yeah, it's been uh, stuck in my head since we started yeah, podcasting. So good. Uh, 
I've watched this trailer, I think, like five or six times. I watched it three times the See, day. I it watched up. it once. Um, and I wanted to watch it again before we podcast, so to refresh my memory. Um, but I didn't have time, so I've only watched it once. This, um, this trailer has almost solidified what I think I said, started saying about six months ago, where this is like kind of going to be the uh, unexpected dark horse of the, the film year. Like, this movie looks fantastic. It looks like so much fun. Like, I thought I was worried a little bit because I like Tika Watiti as a director, but I was like, oh, like maybe he'll be a little bit too jokey. No, like, this looks badass. So like, there's so many big moments in this trailer. A moment that I never thought I'd, they'd put in the trailer because they saved the film, where you literally see Hela, the god of death, crush Mjolnir. Yeah. But that's in the yeah. opening scene of the trailer, basically. Kate yeah. um, Blanchett looks amazing. Um, Chris Hemsworth obviously looks good. I think we've seen the best version of Loki. Like, he's got those really sharp-looking yeah. horns. He's got those cool daggers. Um, plus, as we expect, as we knew, Hulk is in this movie, and they yeah. did not disappoint introducing Hulk into this mm-hmm. movie. Um, I have a lot to say about it, but I want to give you guys a chance to speak, because I do dominate this show a lot. No, I mean, you've pretty much summed it up. I, I'm, I watched it so many times, the trailer. Um, great choice of song for a trailer, by the yeah. way. Absolutely. Like, it's kind of, like, I never missed that song from Thor series but now that i've heard i'm like why did they never use this before this is the perfect song for this series oh so good Mm. and you know what this is a really random point but whoever's designing the text what a great job Mm. i love that text Mm. for the work yeah yeah like it looks like an 80s video game yeah that's right yeah yeah. um but no i I love the i love the fact that uh yeah you're right in the in the first like scene almost you see him What's the Mjolnir? Mjolnir. Yeah. I'm about to go Mjolnir. Parts and Rec. You see that get crushed, and you see him captured. Yeah. Um, oh my god, it looks so good. And then that introduction to Hulk, and that really funny moment where he's like, yeah. "Yes, <laughs> he's a friend from work." Yeah. Yeah. And that's a line that uh, when I heard, it, I'm like, "That's genius." I should hate this line, yeah. but it works. Yeah. Like it just—it's so funny because he has picked up like the the kind of more relaxed tongue of, of humans having been around yeah. a few of them now. Like, um, But my one gripe with the trailer, I didn't think it was perfect, is I didn't want to see him fight the Hulk. I think stop it when he says he's a friend from work. Well, we don't really see them fight. They kind of get right close and yeah. then they stop. Oh, that's what I mean. But like, you know, I, I wanted to be... I don't want to know yet whether... To me, from that trailer, it looked like the Hulk didn't care and was just wanted to fight anyway. Yeah, but that's the beauty of a trailer. Like, it probably is... That probably is the truth. But for all we know, this is a lovable Hulk who's about to give him a hug. We have no idea. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you're probably close to the truth than I am. But like, I just like to throw that in. Like, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Like, um, but I love the the few new characters that we saw. The three main ones would be Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster, Grandmaster. who's the Collector's brother. Yeah, uh, Kate Blanchett as as Hela, the goddess of death. And she looks great. Like, they show with, like, the antlers at one yeah. point. Like, and she's got, like, that skin-tight head mask. Uh, and just to kind of get off topic very quickly, like, they've seen her on the set. There have been, like, kind of reports of seeing her on the set of Infinity War. And in the comics uh, about Thanos, he is in love with the personification of death. And, like, he's trying to court her. And that's why he's trying to destroy the universe to impress her. So it looks like she might be kind of filling that role because Hela is kind of like a different character in the comics. She's actually Loki's daughter. Um, and he's kind of like... Isn't death personified. She's kind of is like the goddess of death and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit different. 
also going to use her for that role, which is awesome. Mm. And also the third character was Tessa Thompson. Oh, it's Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, she looks cool. She's not in it much, and we don't get to see her do much either, but she's... um. Yeah, she's pretty badass in the comics, and she actually becomes one of the defenders in the comics as well. Like, cause the defenders are founded by like the Hulk and Doctor Strange, and then like it has like all those street level heroes in yeah. it. So, um, yeah, she looks good as well. Uh, haven't left much for you. Oh, that's right. We've picked at the bones. No, that's okay because I do have things that I want to say. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved it as well. But um, when I because like we woke up and James was. Um, getting for ready for work and he's like you know the Thor trailer's come out so I was watching it and my first instance because I don't know anything about I didn't do any research on this movie or look at news articles or anything like that because I wanted it to be like a surprise yeah. basically and I watched the trailer and I just looked at James at the end and I was like what the hell is that <laughs> like I was so confused as to what it was because I didn't because I'm thinking to myself it's just a it, and I was like, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Why is it Guardians of the Galaxy and it's not Thor? Like, to me, Thor is all, like, ancient, magical, yeah. mystical mm. things. And I was like, this is so... This is so, um... Uh, Space-agey and all, yeah. like, the makeup mm. is all, like, you know, like, 80s space... Like, like Ro- Logan's run and, mm. and all that mm. sort of stuff like that. I was like, that is so weird. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, that is such a cool trailer. Mm. Um, and I thought it was really, really good. And the more I thought about it, the more I love like the props and the costuming and stuff like that. Mm. I love the helmet. Yeah. Oh, it's so that cool. comes down and like flicks yeah. up like that. Like I thought that was really cool. And James explained to me, you know, it's not on Asgard anymore. Yeah, like it's in a Ragnarok different... is the, the death of Asgard. It's like their yes. apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. I knew I knew Ragnarok from like Viking lore and stuff mm. like that. Um and so, um, once I sort of wrapped my head around that, I was like, okay, so now I can like accept it like for what mm. it is sort of thing. But yeah, I definitely felt like it was a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, especially because mm. of that song as mm, well. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it was just really spacey yeah. sort of thing. You like know what? That. It did feel like it went from being like a superhero that mm. Thor's superhero franchise where it was like yeah set on earth or mm. yeah in this sort of like almost like medieval kind of place yeah because you almost forget that asgard's a planet yeah yeah sort yeah. of thing and you're just like oh it's this medieval land yeah mm. sort of thing and you're right now it's kind of like yeah it's like that guardian yeah, stuff of that's right retro so sci-fi i think the other thing is because we what they've you start to understand about the marvel universe it was never like this at the beginning but now they've got so much going they're building and building Every film now supports and reacts to the other movies. Mm. Yeah. So, like, Avengers Age of Ultron had to get rid of Thor and Hulk to make way for Civil War because you can't have those two in Civil War. Yeah. Otherwise, people die and no one wins. But now you need to get those characters back in time for Infinity War. And Infinity War is probably going to take a lot of time in space. So you need to have them in space so yeah. you can bring them back. Because there's no point, like, send them away and then bring them back to... Like, if, yeah. they're on, if they're on Earth, they're going to be involved in Civil War. So to get them at, off Earth yeah. completely... And then have them travel well, back. Thor was still on Earth because all those little clips that he had, where he was like learning, like um, you remember all those little clips that were like the flashbacks not, and stuff. No, 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 it wasn't in the movies. It was like these additional little clips where he was living with this guy named Dave. I don't think that's like part that. of continuity. No, but I, you know what? I actually think it is because. Um, it fits in with his whole learning of the language and stuff like that. And he makes references 
And I'm going to say one other thing, so please don't interrupt. And he makes references to like, um, uh, have you heard from you know Tony? Have you like like because he's t- he talks yeah. to Bruce Banner. He's mm. like, have you heard about from these guys? Because I've been hearing you know stuff isn't going too well with them. That's one of the clips. Mm. And then at the end of Doctor Strange, he's talking to Doctor Strange, and yeah. he's like, you know, your brother Loki's been doing all this shit and blah 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 yeah. blah. So I actually do think those scenes, whilst they're comedy scenes, I actually do think because they're produced yeah. by the people who. They're produced by Marvel. It's possible. It's possible that's true. But you have to remember that Doctor Strange is an unusual film. It takes place throughout the entire Marvel universe. So when Doctor Str- before it becomes Doctor Strange, that's kind of around the same time that Iron Man is first becoming Iron Man. Like his okay. And then like when he's training and stuff. Because in Winter Soldier, then they mentioned Stephen Strange for the first time. So by the time Winter Soldier's happening, all the stuff that's kind of going on um, with the Ancient One and whatnot is mm. happening. And then at the end, um, uh, he's uh, Doctor Strange and Thor are talking because they need to get, find Loki because he's gone missing. But at the end of Avengers, Thor has gone has gone missing. He's gone back to Asgard to find out what's going on because at the end of Dark World, Odin had gone missing and Loki had taken his place. So mm. the timeline's a little bit confusing. Because, mm. And Doctor Strange kind of plugs a few of those holes, but also asks a lot of questions. So those. Those like little shorts might tie in, but I'm not entirely sure because also Thor is pretty good at finding people. Yeah, like he found Loki on Earth, even though you couldn't get back onto Asgard after the Rainbow Bridge was destroyed. Mm. So I don't know how much they're going to tie into it. Like, there's a lot of tying up that needs to be done too. I'm sure we'll find out more. I always saw those tiny little scenes mm. as like um, uh, the joke of the day to day life where Thor is not involved. I always saw it taking place at the same time as mm. Civil War. Because Thor's not involved in that, and he's just sitting around going, you know, like, what's there for me to do? I've heard... Yeah, because he said there's a whole other scene where he's, like, writing a letter or something like that Mm. to Captain America, and he's, like, you know, try to be friends and all this kind of stuff. Mm. So I think that's supposed to take place during the time of Civil War. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And I think the only way we'll find out is once we see the movie. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, like, Doctor Strange, like, like, kind of... Yeah, answer a lot of things, but then open up a lot of questions as well because his film is the only one that doesn't take place kind of <coughs> in one moment because you see him train like in the Himalayas and that is like years he's training for. Mm. Like it might not be... You know what? They should have... I'm not someone who needs a movie to be spelled out. But they should have spelled <laughs> that out. They should have said... Yeah. Like five years later yeah, or something. Or something yeah, like that. Just so we right. know. Because then that just answers all the questions because yeah. you're right. Now you say that, I'm like, duh. Like, yeah. of course, like... I don't, yeah. Because you mentioned before, when is he's now you say that it rings a bell that someone mentioned Stephen Strange. Yeah, in Winter Soldier, when they're driving before, like they, I think they've left. It's after the scene in uh, Winter Soldier when Captain America has to fight everyone in the elevator. Yeah, and they're driving off and they're driving over a bridge, and I think one of the Shield agents is like, "We're looking for other special types," you know, like such and such, Stephen Strange, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think this kind of goes in with my theory that. Because remember, in like after the first Avengers movie, we we're like, why aren't they disappearing into those films? And my theory is that Thor: The Dark World, Iron Man Three, and Captain America: Winter Soldier are all happening at the same time in yeah. different parts of the world. Add to that Doctor Strange, which is probably happening around the same time as well, and that's where Thor goes at the end of Age of Ultron, I think. Which is like, cause he goes, I've got to find answers. So I think maybe he finds out about Stephen Strange in that time and goes and sees him, and that's the post-credit sequence. Yeah, yeah. I think. 
It's getting very meta. Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on. And maybe I'm completely wrong, but that's the way that kind of works in my head. I'm like, that kind of makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Because I, I, I look at them, in, like, as chronological. Like, yeah. it's telling one story, but you're probably right. Because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that in mm. the world-based ones... Yeah, that like Iron Man doesn't just pop up. You know what I mean? If, yeah. Say in the in the um, in uh, with the soldier, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we have seen a little bit of that, and we will see a lot more of that from from now on, I think. But um, yeah, I think as of now, the timeline is correct. Mm. Um, because Ant Man definitely happened after Avengers, like because then he went to the new Avengers headquarters and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Doctor Strange was the only kind of weird one, and he had been referenced before. So yeah. I think now everything makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, uh, the Thor trailer. <laughs> yes, fantastic. I know. I was thinking like we just like got one of this huge tangent. But uh, I'm giving it nine Mjolnir's out of ten. Um, I didn't know we were rating trailers, but I definitely give it a nine as well. Like yeah. it's almost perfect. Yeah, like it's so enjoyable. Like every time I watch, it, like it's not even boring. Like I keep finding new little things. Like. I like another character we didn't talk about, which was Scourge, who play, is played by uh, Carl Urban. He's the bald guy, just shooting machine guns at one. At one point, I think he's like an assassin, yeah. Like in the in the comics, like an intergalactic assassin and stuff. Um, yeah, and like we we keep saying his name, but we haven't mentioned him yet. Like at some point, Doctor Strange is in this movie as well. So is he? Yeah, that's what the whole uh, post credit sequence was in Doctor Strange. It was like, oh, I'll help you find Loki. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know how that tied in. So what I think will probably happen is like maybe Doctor Strange will just be in the beginning and get him to where he thinks Loki is, and then he'll be ambushed by Hela. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. And like because at the start, like at the start, like, he's got the long hair and he's got Mjolnir still. So yeah. Um, Thor Ragnarok looks great. Not Possibly out. the best film of the year. Not out for till late in the year. Yeah, isn't I it? think it's the it's the second last superhero movie of the year. It's that then Justice League. Yeah, twenty uh, eighth of October. So. Tim's birthday. My birthday. We can see it for my birthday. I already booked tickets. <laughs> in my mind. Well, uh, one other little trailer dropped this week. I don't know if you. It's like a little independent film. Yeah, I think it's gonna do fairly well. The Force Awakens. Nope, that's not what it's called at all. No, The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had that written down because I was like on the IMDb for that. Yeah. And yeah, so that's why I said that just then. We we researched before every episode, guys. <laughs> the Last Jedi, I'm going to change it. I'd absolutely notes. forgotten about that trailer until um, you There's mentioned a good it. reason. Because it doesn't reveal anything, really. It's kind of instantly forgettable. Well, it's a teaser. Yeah. Remember, well, that's generous. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I, I took charge last. You talk about, it and then I'll. Let oh, me... okay. Well, I am a massive Star Wars fan, so mm. I get excited about every movie. But this trailer annoyed me because we're seeing this is the first time we're hearing one of the best characters ever put on film. And if you're a Star Wars fan since you're a kid, it's probably the, one of the greatest heroes you've ever had on mm. on uh, on film. And I know you are more of a latecomer, but yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, I was—I remember going to my auntie's when I was a kid, and because she had uh, episode five on tape, you know, nice. so just watching it from such a young age, and then to hear him say the words like "the Jedi must end," mm-hmm. I was like, "What do you know, Luke? What are you talking I about?" I did like that. I like that a lot, and I think because this is probably going to be the return of the Jedi of its series. Like the middle one is always kind of like the darkest one. Mm. Before like the triumphant finish, unless mm-hmm. you include the prequels, because the third one is definitely the darkest one. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like that because I was wondering one or two things. I'm like, one theory is like he's gone evil, mm. which I think is too obvious. 
Yeah, I don't think it's. And that. I, I don't think they would do that to Luke. Like, yeah. there's no. There's got to be a scenario reason for him to say something in which like Luke Skywalker yeah. becomes. I think maybe sick. instead, he's become maybe jaded or bitter, or maybe neither. But maybe he's got to the point where it's like you know everyone's worried about the good side and like the you know the dark side or whatever. But maybe he's just like maybe if we just all ignored that yeah. and focused on the real problems, like maybe he's just kind of like. You know how like um like Obi Wan not Obi Wan um Han Solo in like uh, New Hope like he doesn't believe in the Force but he's like it's like it's just like nonsense or yeah. like maybe he's just become like this no nonsense old man now he's like mm. look you can talk about the Force and good and dark and all you want but there is no good and dark like it's mm. great well, and you've got to maybe he's saying that the Jedi must end in terms of like um uh in order to end the Sith <laughs> and all of this sort of stuff like that mm. all of this BS. All of it has to end. So Sith has to end, Jedi has to yeah. end, and then at the end of this battle, there is no yeah. more that's, Jedi. That's, that's what I took out. I mm, thought, yeah. that's what I throughout the, all of the movies, you hear about the balance of the Force, mm. yeah. and that's what I, my first thought was like, well, he's talking about like, if I, you know, if I die and don't train anymore, mm. then there won't be any more Sith, mm. won't be any more Jedi, mm. but there'll be balance in that there's neither. Mm. Yeah. That's um yeah that's a really good observation and I will say this because the first time I watched it I thought the trail was kind of instantly forgettable I watched it again this morning so I was like we're gonna talk about it tonight and watch mm-hmm. it again and that's when I like really noticed that scene like him talking about that I'm like okay that is kind of cool mm. and you see like Ray like at the very opening scene like her falling on the rocks yeah and it could be like kind of reference to like when Luke was training in the cave on yeah. Dagobah and stuff well you saw her doing the lightsaber work from yeah. the distance mm. and you saw like Kylo Ren's broken helmet so like. What's going on there? Like yeah. you saw a broken helmet in the in the trailer of Force Awakens as well. It was yeah. uh, Vader. So and I still don't believe that Kylo Ren is evil. You think he might be the um, undercover assassin yeah. type thing? Yeah. Well, it's quite possible. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I mean, look, trailer. Look, here's the thing. I, when I, when that trailer came out, I think the other thing was like I was still riding the high of Thor. Yeah. And I was like, guys, like you're doing a new Star Wars film every year now, so you have to like. Pumper, you have to give me Star Wars. I'm going to see this movie regardless because I like all the Star Wars films. I'm going to go check it out anyway. Like I love Star Wars. Um, but when you, the same company, released one of the best trailers of all time a week ago, you've got to bring more to the table. Like yeah. even if it's a teaser, because that's the first footage we've seen of Thor at all. Like we haven't seen a teaser before. Though. Like that, everyone was like, you know, we had our second Spider-Man one. We had our like third Justice League. Where we had all these other footage. Um, we've had like a million Guardians. We've seen no Thor. Right out of the gate, you give us that, yeah. And then the next week, the same company's like, "Hey, here's like probably the biggest film of the year," and it's just a kind of like you know an old guy complaining kind of for yeah. minutes, yeah. Um, but trailer, regardless, like it's not a great trailer. It's not a bad trailer. It's just, and you're right, it's not a trailer. It's a teaser. It's just I don't think it's enough. But I'm seeing this film regardless, yeah. like because I love Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens is so good, like uh, so enjoyable. I just want us to get back into the the world of those characters. It was good to see like. Um, they'll blow up the hangar and Poe and BB-8 are running around trying yeah. to escape. Yeah, it's stuff. like, poor, poor Poe. How many times does he's playing? Yeah, it's like, leave this guy like, alone. I think also, though, <coughs> what I suspect happened is that they were under a bit of pressure to get something out for the Star Wars 40-year anniversary. Bingo, bango, absolutely. <laughs> um, bingo, bango. So, let's just say that convention, I mean, it's still a long way off. It's a December film. Yeah, so absolutely. it's more than six months away still. Um... So let's say that the convention isn't on now. We're probably not going to see a trailer. Wouldn't see one for maybe three or four more months. I think Comic Con. I think in July when yeah, Comic Con okay. happens, 
because uh, Marvel's going to be there, DC's going to be there, Star Wars is going to be there, and that's when we'll see our big trailers. Yeah. But again, like you say, it's not out till December, and that's very that's fair. But Justice League isn't out till December, and Thor isn't out till October, yeah. and they just deliver two like smack bang out of the park trailers. Yeah. So, but that I mean the same thing happened with I think Force Awakens. Like it took a little while for them to bring out like that full trailer. The only difference was with Force Awakens, we've been waiting so long at that point. Like we were kind of happy for anything, but I still think that trailer is better. Yeah. But it's cool. I feel, I feel like I'm ragging on Star Wars, but I'm not. Like, I can't wait for this movie. I oh, just... the, the, the trailer pales in comparison to Thor Ragnarok. Don't yeah, get me wrong. It's but... just tough. I, I think we just had, like, two solid weeks of trailers. It was, mm. like, Thor, Spider-Man, Justice League. Yeah. Like, multiple new There's a new Wonder Woman one a few weeks ago as well. So. Yeah, exactly. So, like, all these things have come out, and Star Wars is like, we're well, still here. <laughs> yeah. There's an old man on the rock. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, I am excited for that movie. So, lots to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, you said there were more trailers. Well, huh? I saw one today, and uh, I didn't know what to make of it, but then I watched it again, and I think it looks really great. It's called The Hero, and it's... Oh, this is the one with, um... Uh, Elliot someone. Sam Elliot, and he Sam plays Elliot. he plays other Ron. I taught a student named Sam Elliot. Yeah. He, play, he plays other Ron in Parks and Oh, yeah. He's a really good actor. Also... Guy, he's always got the mustache, and he's got the yeah. best voice. Yeah, he's yeah, also he in um, Big Lebowski. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's... I saw that trailer came out. I didn't watch it yet, but I do want to check it out. It looks really great. It's got Kristen Ritter. Yeah, like Kristen Ritter. Um, Jessica Jones. Yeah, and um, uh, I can't think of her name from that 70s show. Laura Preppen? Yeah, yeah but yeah. someone. So she's in it as well. Um, and he's like a faded um, actor. He was in like a Western in the 70s, which was really popular. Yep. And he's just sort of like, um, just a faded actor. I think he's still living off that. Yeah. And it's about his sort of like, I always think it looks like The Wrestler, but for acting. So like Birdman? I didn't see it. I haven't seen Birdman. I've got to watch Birdman. It's great. Um, yeah, so uh, I thought it looked great and looks like it's getting this pretty good buzz. <laughs> award show buzz. So that's the hero, and it's currently like one of the first ones on IMDb. If you go on there, yeah. Another trailer came out um, today as well. I haven't watched it yet. I don't think it's on the it's on the homepage yet. Give me a second, because I have to just bring it up. It's got it's a new Aubrey Plaza film. Yeah, the nun one. Yeah, um, it's like a dirty little oh, something hours or something. Like yeah, the little yeah the little hours. Little yeah, and it's about like dirty nuns, and it's her and Alison Brie. Dave Franco um, and the alien chick Kate Bakuchi yeah speak of the devil and it's directed by the guy who did Life After Beth and Joshy two films that are really good like definitely Life After Beth is really good and Joshy is dark but fun yeah Uh, Uh, so you have or you haven't seen the trailer I haven't seen the trailer yet but so I watched it okay it looks bonkers yeah it looks crazy yeah like it looks really crass um, I like, I mean, I love Aubrey Plaza and Alison Brie, and I think Dave Franco is great as well, so I'm in. Like, and those, again, that director who's on two movies that I really like, Yeah, I'm all over this, man. Like, Crass Nuns, like, yeah. it sounds great. It's It looks like it's not so much a smart comedy as being beaten over the head with, like... Vulgarity? Yeah. Well, she also did this movie a few years ago, I don't know if you saw it, it's called The To-Do List. Uh, rings a bell, actually. Yeah, um, I've got it on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it in a while, but it's Aubrey Plaza, and she plays like this seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, and she like she's had no life experience. Like she's like this perfect, like she's kind of like a Hermione Granger type character. Yeah, and she's about to graduate, and she feels like she hasn't like really embraced her teenage years. So she just like writes a list of every single like horrible like sexual act that you can think of, and tries to get as many yeah. of them done before she graduates and stuff. And it's so messed up and like dark and vulgar but like really like full of heart and funny as well like 
Um, Alia Shawcat, who plays maybe in um, Arrested Development, she's in it. Um, Bill Hader's in it. Like it's it's a really like, great film. It's just horribly vulgar. So if it's anything like that, I'm down. Like, yeah, I, uh, I'm keen for that. So um, that's uh, and the, just the last one, which is more of a it's more of a niche um, film. Uh, it's um, the uh, adaption of the book uh, American Assassin. I saw that trailer pop up as well, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, so, so it's the guy's got so many bestsellers. It's one series. It's about a CIA agent or his intelligence officer. Yeah, um, he's pretty much an American James Bond. So he just goes in and starts killing people. Yeah, um, and it's got uh, Michael Keaton nice. uh, as he's like training the head trainer kind of guy. But looks great. And if you're a fan of the books. Uh, I can't think of it. The, the character's name is Mitch Rapp, so that's what the series is. I can't think of the author's name, but you know what? I think it's going to be a good movie adaption. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I'm going to check that out. Also, one more trailer did drop, which I haven't seen yet. Although, I actually, I don't know if it dropped or whether it's been rumoured to drop. Apparently, the new Kingsman sequel trailer's dropped. Oh, great. I'll um, check that out, because that's one of my favourite films. I love Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. Um, so, I'm very pumped to watch that at some point. But yeah, apparently, that's come out, so yeah. I'm going to search around for that one. It might have been leaked though, because there was like a little like breaking down everything in that trailer, like article. It's oh, like that yeah. trailer's out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll keep an eye out for that as well. That's all our trailers, guys. Now we don't really have any topics this week, um, and it wasn't because we were ill prepared, but like we just the last few episodes we had so many movies that we watched um, and didn't really kind of ask any questions about them because like you know we were away one week, so that, that week where I just like kind of did trailer reviews, mm. and then last week we just reviewed stuff for two hours. We never chance to talk. So what I kind of did was just compile like a best of of all the topic ideas that I had, and I thought we could just kind of go around and we can just like give out one answer or we can give it a couple of answers. Yeah. Like, well, before you get stuck into that, yes. I've got a a tidbit that really doesn't fit into any of our categories. Go that we've for, got it. for today. It was purely that just following up from last week. We'll call this segment Nick's titties. <laughs> yeah, <please. laughs> it's really not a follow up segment because it was just last week you were saying that you'd finished Iron Fist, and I was up like episode. Eight or nine, so yep. I was gonna say I did finish it, and I did think it was a disappointing end to the season. Makes no sense, right? Like it just ends. Yeah, and it just was a waste of a. It was just almost like it was that classic thing of like when you're writing an essay and you got to wrap it up too quick. You know what I mean? So every like, essay I ever wrote in university. Yeah. So yeah, I I thought it was. I liked the season a lot more than everyone else. Obviously, I thought, yeah, me too. I it. Um, a few great characters who I'm just hoping. Not that I'll need to go back and watch that series, but I just hope they get like. Um, added to that sort of like the defenders. Arsenal, I don't you know think I mean? don't think the Meachams are coming back anytime soon, but we will see Colleen Wing in the Defenders. Yeah, so she's great. Yeah, she's she's awesome. probably my favorite character in the series. She and um, Misty Knight are going to be teaming up, I think. Oh, awesome! Yeah, two great characters. Um, but uh, yeah, poor into the season, and I liked the brother and sister team. Yeah, the Meach- Yeah, they're fine. Like just a lot of boardroom meetings. Yeah, uh, and then like when they're not the boardroom, they're in the the secret like penthouse, yeah. doing more paperwork. Like <laughs> yeah. a lot of paperwork in this. <laughs> like for a show called Iron Fist, it's more like paperweight. Like yeah, yeah. The Iron Fist is holding a lead pencil. That's <laughs> oh, right. So yeah, I just thought I'd just follow up just in yeah. case that the billions of listeners are wondering what I thought at the end of it. You're right. Disappointing. Just yeah, just like just it's just it's not even just, it's just weak. Like yeah. cons- compared to like the way like Daredevil ends, I I know I always go back to Daredevil. Maybe I'm like beating a horse, 
at this point, beating a dead horse. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> beating a dead horse. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, like, it's just so well done. Like, even season two ends so perfectly. And it has that super predictable ending, which I didn't like, which is like, I'm Daredevil. Like, yeah, yeah. Which I wasn't a huge fan of, but... I liked it. Because, I, to me, I, I've seen it done in a lot of shows yeah. where, like, he always just doesn't reveal who he is. And I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. Is, is it Karen? Yeah, yeah. Let her know, you know? I mean, honestly, I could have easily dragged it out another season, only because, like, I, like, I, one of the, one of the problems I have with Flash, and it's one, like, one of very few problems, I love that show so much, is that, like, everyone knows now, like, it's not really a secret identity, like, everyone in his family knows, like, all his friends know, and, like, now all of them are getting powers as well, so it's just, like, becoming so big, it's like, look, just keep the secret identity a little bit longer, like, because it makes sense, although... Although, it makes sense for Daredevil to do this because in the books, later on, Karen Page sells him out. Oh, really? Yeah, like, in the books, it gets really dark. Like, she, um, was actually, there's, like, a weird, like, segue we're going into, but I'll talk about it. Like, uh, Frank Miller, like, redid Daredevil at one point. Like, he relaunched it, and he gave Karen, like, this really shady past, and they reference it very briefly in the show, but if it's, like, a blink and you miss it type thing, um, where she had a career in porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like she was like a... Was she referenced in the show? Very briefly. Like, I can't remember, there's like a line. Someone said something. Um, that like we found something. And she was like, on me? Or something like that. Like, it was so, like, if you don't know, if you're not looking for it, you yeah. won't even see it. Yeah. Um, and like, so she had like a history in that. And then she's like, became like addicted to drugs. And then she met Matt Murdock and he cleaned her up and helped her. But then like, <coughs> they broke up and things kind of went south for her. And she went relapsed. And in order to get like her, like her fix... Um, she sold out like the identity of Daredevil to like a, a goon and it was the wrong guy because like, he then like told Kingpin and stuff so mm-hmm. if that's what they're doing with this show I'm in and I'm okay yeah. with them like letting her know because that's what it leads to yeah, so yeah, whether cool. they do all the porn and the drug stuff I could yeah. care less like you don't need to do that like but if they're referencing that that's awesome so and they're also <laughs> upping Claire Temple's role she's getting more prominent as the season's going as well which I like cause she, yeah Zero Dawson's awesome but I felt like Luke Cage chose the wrong. I like like Misty Knight. Misty Knight's got a, like a bit of spunk. You know she's what I mean? So badass. Like, and so... like and like I, know, I think we said it last time. And I feel bad because I use like talk about women like this a lot, but it's not, I'm not trying to be degrading. But like, she's just so like sexy. Yeah. Like and not like I'm like oh like she's a model and like she yeah. can let me see some skin. Like no, like she's just so powerful yeah. and like like steadfast and knows what she wants and like and that's sexy. But good with that confidence and that power, and mm. just obviously very attractive as well. But like, I agree. I think to me, to me, it makes way more sense that he would go with her. Yeah. But like, I love Rosario Dawson as well, and like any show that has her in it, like benefits. Like, yeah, she's yeah. great. So that was Iron Fist. Nick's what was it? Nick's Nick's titties. Nick's titties. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So sorry. On with the show. <laughs> um, cool. So I'll just um. I got like one, two, three, like half half a dozen questions, mm-hmm. so we can just kind of go through and just, um, I don't know, we can answer multiple times, just throw one in, like it's just kind of like more of like an open discussion, yeah, just to cover everything we've missed over the last couple of weeks. Uh, so my first question uh, for a potential topic was, who do we want to play Batgirl? Hmm, it's a good question. Mm. What's a give me an age range? Otherwise, I think she should like... be a teenager. I mean, yeah. very latest, like. Maybe like 20, but really I'm thinking it should be a teenager. So that makes it a little bit difficult because a lot of the actresses we think of are probably beyond that age yeah, at this point. I don't really know. Maybe that like, I don't know, Chloe Grace Moretz. I mean, she's yes. already done 
Hit girl? Hit girl. We can see that she kicks ass, so... Zoom. I didn't even mean that. <laughs> that was good. <gasps> no, you know what? I don't know if you'd agree with me on this, but I reckon... Oh, no, maybe she'd be good as Poison Ivy. But um, the chick from Riverdale, the one who plays... Oh, Cheryl? Yeah. I agree with Poison Ivy. I yeah. think she'd be better for that. Maybe the girl who plays Veronica could do Batgirl. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see her yeah. do that. I'm trying to think, because even I was like, uh, I don't know, like, because you want someone who's like confident and spunky, like that's yeah. what Batgirl is like. She's so outgoing and stuff, which makes what happens to her later like so tragic because she's like so like fearless and. What about the old lady version of Rose in Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, like my think... my mind keeps saying Emma Stone, but I honestly in my heart don't think that. I'm just like, oh, she's a redhead. Yeah, and also like she's too old at this point. Only in as much as like. I want to see a teenage. I can't. I don't watch enough that ha- things that have like that demographic of actors. You know, most yeah. of the stuff I watch is like the Marvel stuff, which is they're all like around forty, it seems. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's kind of tough. So give me what? What are we looking for? Probably like so a young actress with. Well, so it doesn't have to be. Right I would there, even but... say like I would even allow mid twenties simply because yeah. we're not watching a lot of like kind of. Children like yeah, and not only that, but like um, actors who play teenagers are generally in their twenties. What about um, what about like Maisie Williams? Oh yeah, who plays Arya Stark? Yeah, I don't see it personally. No? I think there's a girl. She, she kind of what you want. That she kind girl of already. She kind of already plays that character a little bit, like a little bit more aggressive. Mm. It's tough. Like I don't know who you go with. I keep seeing people like say like. Who's the chick from um, Hairs- uh, from Pitch Perfect that I hate? Um, Haley Steinfeld. Like people are like, oh, she should do. It. I'm like, no, please don't ruin Batgirl for me. I just mm. don't like that actress. This girl from Thirteen Reasons, I, I think. No, what about Cara Delevingne? Would you love her? Cara Delevingne. <laughs> Someone who can act. Good. Uh, this girl from um, oh, Thirteen yeah. Reasons Why. Mm. Uh, she plays Jessica. Mm. Well, the She's only really thing good in that. she could. I mean, we do have to remember that J.K. Simmons is her dad. But there's, oh, no, yeah. but there's no reason why she couldn't, you couldn't have an African American wife. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but this girl I'm pointing out is uh, yeah. African American. Um, Nina Dobrev. I think she's she's too, too old. Too old as well. You like, know she, be she just so like, to me. I, I could see her playing like Huntress. That'd be cool. If if we could go back to about 2009 or when Community started, I'd say Alison Brie, but she's probably starting to look like. She's around 30. Actually, maybe. you know what? We could go older. I'll tell you why. Because they're doing Nightwing and Dick Grayson is in love with back, with Barbara Gordon in the comics and they're doing Nightwing who's probably like in his mid to late 20s at this point. Batman's in his 40s. So I would say we'll go up to 30. Yeah. Well, I think Alison Brie could do it. <laughs> I like her. I mean, is it two on... Oh, actually, you know what? No. I was like, oh, what about Anna Kendrick? Because I just cast her and everything. But she's more of a squirrel girl to me. Yeah. Which isn't an insult, but I, I think she would take too much to kind of like... Awkward dopiness to it, which you don't necessarily want yeah. in Batgirl. Emily Browning? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Warner Brothers, give us a call. Yeah. I will say maybe a lot. What yeah. about um, Teresa Palmer? Oh, she looked a little. Yeah, maybe. She's an Australian actor. She yeah. was in Warm Bodies. Yeah, yeah. She was in Warm Bodies and she's mm. in. Um, I can't remember what else, but she's she's good. She's a good actress. I just can't think of what. Bedtime, else. the bed, the Grudge Two and Bedtime Stories. Yeah. And Knights of Cup and Point Break. 
Are he just looking no, at... No, wait, hang on. There's also an ordinary weighted room. Oh, she's going to be in Point yeah, Break or something. That's a tough one. Yeah. I don't think I watch enough shows. Kat no. Dennings? No, I don't think she's alright. And she's also... In, Check out her jugs. Whoa, I'll see. <laughs> I mean, I know that it's. I've talked about her a lot today as well. But even like me, like Aubrey Plaza, because Batgirl. Oh yeah. Because Batgirl's Plaza would be Batgirl's also kind of like no nonsense. That's right. So maybe Aubrey Plaza, like it's kind of an un- unusual choice, because she tends to play more kind of comedic roles, like more sitcomy roles. But I, I could see her do that. Guys, Warner Brothers, give us a call. We have a mild idea of what we might <laughs> yeah. want the Batgirl. Um, my next question, guys, was. Which character do we think should get their own Lego movie? Or does it be character Lego clear? Harry Potter. Bang. We definitely should see a Lego Harry Potter film. Easy. Done. Next. <laughs> well, I mean, do you have any other <laughs> suggestions? And does it need to be from, like, the Lego universe? No, any character. Any character in the... I mean, probably not, like, Spring Breakers, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. There's so many. It's tough because, like, it's so easy to go to... I mean, let's be honest. We should get a Lego Marvel film. I think we yeah. definitely need to get a Lego Marvel yeah. film. And, like, that could incorporate the, all the you know, kind of TV show characters. And we could get, like, a really, like, dark and brooding Daredevil but... who is, like, Will Arnett Batman. And we could get, like, our Big Hero 6 characters. Um, and you get all, like, you get Venom and Fantastic yeah. Four. And, I mean, that's another obvious one, I think. But we should get a Lego Marvel film. Yeah, but, like... I mean, are you not satisfied with what you saw in Lego Batman? I mean, I didn't see Galactus in that movie, so... Yeah, I would like to see him go... Is there any Star Wars Lego? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, heaps of it. And there's, like, Lego Star Wars TV shows and stuff. Oh, okay. I would see a Lego Star Wars, like a Lego Darth Vader film or something. Yeah, I love that. Well, I'd do a Lego Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lego Flash? See, that was my first instinct, because I love the Flash, but I'm like, well, we saw him in Lego Batman and in... So I'm the just Lego looking at our Lego Game, Game of Lego. Yeah. Lego Game of Thrones. That'd be great. That would be awesome. Like Ned Stark, like getting beheaded and stuff. <laughs> just... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's a fun answer. question, but it also is kind of like, well, there's so many. Yeah. Um, now, in honour of Beauty and the Beast, because we reviewed that recently... Which cartoon, Disney or otherwise, do we want to see a live action adaptation? Pocahontas. Okay, done. I grant it. It <laughs> shall, shall be done. Be done. Mm. Um, you know, no, maybe not. I can tell you I'm annoyed about The Lion King being redone. I'm... Yeah, I don't think stuff with animals... I don't think it needs to be done. Be, mm, will why, be good. Why update it? You know? It's, yeah, it's... I don't know. You're either... Like, there's no one... That those movies don't need to be modernised because you, you're being shown them when you're kids, really. And if you haven't grown up on it, you're not likely to watch it. You know, like, a live adaption mm. isn't going to win you over as an adult, I don't think. Yeah. I, um, I could see uh, a live-action version of Powerpuff Girls. Wouldn't that be kind of that's fun? That's not mm-hmm. Disney. Mm-hmm. I said it doesn't have to be Disney. Oh. It said cartoon. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my my dream for a long time was a a good movie of Dragon Ball Z. They made a really shit one. <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. I yeah. saw that in cinemas. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And Emmy Rossum in it. Yeah, she's great. Love her. <laughs> Not so much in that movie, but she's still cute. And, that's and it had the guy who played Spike, I think. Yeah, he played Piccolo. 
Someone Marston, is that his name? Yeah, he played Tiffany. Uh, he played, um, yeah, James Marston. Yeah. Or Masters, or Masters. Yeah, Masters. Yeah, because the other one is James Marston, who was Cyclops. Yes, yeah. Um, so, and Corny Collins. Mm, so yeah, I could see like a live-action Powerpuff Girl. I've never watched the cartoon, but I could see a live-action Samurai Jack. That'd be fun. What about Pokemon? Yes. I would, have right? you seen the artist's rendering of like realistic Pokemon? It is the best oh, really? I've ever seen. It is so realistic and so cool. Like you know how some of them are like you can clearly tell like that's that's yeah. a piece of artwork. It's beautiful, but it's a piece of artwork. This one like looks like proper yeah. legit animals, animals sort of thing. Or even like um, have you seen the live action trailer they made for Pokemon? That's cool as well. They had like a dark version of it. Um, there was another cartoon I had on the tip of my mind, but now I can't remember. Yeah, I just thought of one. You know, it'd be funny. Something like Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. Like or Cat Dog. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> I know. It'd like be that. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I would also like to see a live-action Rick and Morty. I don't know how you oh, do it. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, why didn't you say it for me? Because... You I don't didn't know. want to be true. Didn't want to mention it. Uh, Which, to be fair, honestly, is just Back to the Future, but like... Yeah. yeah, so why would you stuff around with something as awesome as Back to the Future? I mean, you have two awesome things coexist. You just don't mm. like the animation style. I think you would dig it. I don't like, like the humour either. It is very dark. Well, that's something just really stupid. mundane, like... Uh, I can't even remember the name of it. You know, it was like a southern family. They used to just hang around by the side of their house, um... King of the Hill? Maybe that was it, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> just like, but it was just trash, really. Yeah. What about Handy Quacks? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and yeah, I was trying to think of Disney. Like, maybe Little Mermaid. Like, I like to see, like, Disney do a live-action Little Mermaid, which I oh, guess yeah. they will do at some point. Mm. Um, anyway, there's Mulan as the Little Mermaid. Maybe. I mean, she's not little. The Little Mermaid is like yeah, a... Yeah, she needs to be young. Oh. Really like that's more like, she's more like the seductive adult mermaid. She's more like um, Ursula. Oh, She'd yeah. be a good Ursula. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. Because then Ursula turns into the sexy brunette woman mm. that Eric falls in love with. Mm. She'd do a really good job at that too. Um, yeah, I mean, they're already doing the one I want, which is live-action Mulan, so... Mm. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's that one. That one kind of didn't work because that was probably the weakest one so far. Sorry, audience. Come on, phone. Um, uh, okay, so my next one was also in honour of Beauty and the Beast. It was take a movie, any movie you like, and turn it into a musical. Harry Potter. It's done. It's a very Potter musical. Nice. Um, Actually, no, I think that was in honour of the Flash episode, the mm, musical episode of the Flash. And then Amelie, my favourite movie, has already been turned into a Broadway show as well. Yeah, but it can be anything. Like, it doesn't yeah. Have... Back to the Future, just because we mentioned it. Maybe, like, uh, it, it'd be tough to walk that line, but I'm saying, like, Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that would be tough for that is juxtapositioning songs and violence, you know what I mean? Yeah. I suppose there is, like, a... It makes it even creepier when you have, you know, a light-hearted song. Yeah. Violence <laughs> like that. But I think it would take away from the awesome music that is already used in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Sort of thing. Yeah, that's a tough question, Jane. Mm, sorry. Dang. To get some... Uh, nah, nah. Some but you know what? I need, some of these I need warning on because I can't think of them off the top of my head. Yeah, that was the only problem with the buzz. Like, well, I just want to get these topics out of the way so we can get to the... Yeah, we can get yeah, start yeah. fresh next week and stuff. 
I'll come back to that one. I don't have an answer either. Like I threw a Kill Bill just then. I haven't thought. Of, I, I, I wrote s- them down, then forgot about them. Mm. So I would be as fresh as. I'd you guys. say specifically Back to the Future Three, because you'd be able to do some cool Western music, mm. sort oh, yeah. of thing like that, rather than. What's that song oh, they play? One, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the violin song. Yeah, and right. ZZ Top. ZZ Top plays yeah, that's it. great. I love that movie. That's such an underrated movie. Like everyone goes to one and two, but I actually think two is the weakest of the trilogy. Right, two's my favorite one. Um, I feel like you could do a Sherlock Holmes musical. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that okay? Yeah. What about, what about Alien as a musical? I see. Yeah. Yeah. The alien rips out of somebody's stomach and starts singing. That would be so much more fucking entertaining. And then, like, everyone's, like, swaying to the song. And the alien's singing I just bust onto the scene. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you'd probably rank that one higher. (laughs) Uh, And then my last question for the the not-so-rapid-fire, not-so-speed round is relevant for what we've been talking about all night, and that is... Which character, any character you like, or universe-specific you can go, should join the Guardians of the Galaxy? So, any character. It can be any character, or you can stick within the Marvel Universe. What do you think I'm going to say? Harry Potter. Mm, no. Um, Does magic work know, in space? Think, yeah, magic works anywhere. Oh, um, this is a good question. You just need a bubblehead charm to be mm, able to I was thinking, that's what I was thinking as well. Hmm. I want to say, even though I am clearly the least fan of this franchise but I'd like to see Doctor Who team up with oh, the yeah. Guardians mm, makes sense yeah that'd be good adversely I'd like to see the Daleks not team up but like somewhere uh, in maybe, that maybe like fight. or maybe yeah. like the Dalek who had the heart like remember how he yeah. was kind of like one who could feel emotion like kind mm. of kind of, was kind of good um, I stayed universe specific I think the Hulk uh, yeah. and my reason for it being is he's already out in space so like might as well keep him out there and also in the comics Currently, one of the members of the Guardians of the Galaxy is the Thing, but they don't have access to the Thing, so just have the other version of the Thing, which is the Hulk. Should I just fuck shit up and say, "Oh, I want Spy, not I want Superman." Yeah, you can. Superman can join. That would make sense. He's a uh, he fights in space a lot as well. That would be cool. He probably has like a. If you're gonna try and upset Calendar him, Man. Yeah, he could like take down all the dates. <gasps> Poke it up, man. Universe specific, I'd say Luke Cage. That'd be cool. Yeah. In fact, I don't know why he's not one of the Avengers, you know? Seems like he's more powerful than... Yeah, like, really. Like, he's can't be hurt the same way, like, Tony and even Cap can. Like, mm. like Cap has to hold up that shield. He's, he's not bulletproof. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Luke Cage would be cool, yeah. Uh, that's why it's so disappointing that haven't crossed over these TV shows or the movies. Hopefully, they eventually I will. I hope they do. Like, it just seems... Yeah, I don't know. I hope that that's... Like, are they, are they separate things? No, they're set in the same universe, aren't they? They are set in the same universe, but like it doesn't sound like they're ever going to cross things over, unfortunately. So, hopefully, they will. I'd love to see Daredevil show up at some point, but yeah. But, or what about? Wouldn't it be amazing to just get like a even just a walkthrough cameo by someone? You know, mm. like um, even like Hawkeye or something like that. Even or even like if in like the Spider-Man movie, like he's like swinging through the neighborhood or whatever, and he hears like someone in trouble. And he goes to, like, he swings by to go help them, and then you see, like, the Billy Club go out, and Daredevil, like, yeah. just stops someone. And Spider-Man's like, oh, I guess let's take a girl yeah. quips and, like, leaves. In my head, I kind of just thought, you know what would be cool? Indiana Jones. Yeah, why not? You know, he's got a whip. 
He's a he's an archaeologist. He can dig and find things. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. If you things. watch re- rewatch Raiders of the Lost Ark and get a chance, and just imagine that movie without Indiana Jones, and the events stay the same regardless. Like he does nothing to the plot in that movie. <laughs> like honestly, he does nothing. Like the Nazis steal the Ark. He does nothing to stop them. From I haven't the Ark. seen that one. Yeah, you have. It's the first one. Oh. You have seen it. I thought the new one was the one with the Nazis in it. Nazis are in most of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> So the Nazis steal the Ark regardless, and then they open the Ark and it kills them all. And Indy does nothing; like he's has he like he is separate from the plot. He's there, but it doesn't affect it any way possible. So he could be in Guardians and be <laughs> as useful. Um, it's, short round, short round. Is it me? No. <laughs> if he was in Guardians, he'd just be like, "No time for love, Mister Tree," or something. <laughs> Um, did you have any like quizzes or anything you want to? Yeah, I do. Do you want to? You got time today? We do. I've got one more thing that I can go over if you like. Go ahead. Um, you can do the quiz. Because last week, guys, as you know, I'm doing 365 movies in 365 days. Last week, I crossed 100. Wow. In fact, at this point, I'm at 107. But so what I thought I might do is really quickly, if you like, I could kind of give you a, a summary of what I've liked best. So like maybe in it, like my favorite out of each 10 that I've watched. Yeah. So I'll do like my top 10 out of the first 100 mm. and then maybe I'll update it like every 50. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Cool. So in the first 10 movies that I watched, my favorite one was... Uh, oh, it's tough. I would say Safe Not Guaranteed, which is a 2012 film starring Aubrey Plaza and it's all about time travel and it's like an indie flick and it would be... Closely followed behind uh, by The Hollers, which is the John Krasinski-directed film. Okay. In my next ten, it would be... Oh, there's a lot of rewatches, so that makes it really easy. Uh, Gone Baby Gone, the 2007 film mm-hmm. directed by Ben Affleck. Uh, Casey Affleck is genius in it, uh, and it had a lot of really good twists. Okay, next ten. Uh, there are a few more rewatches in that one. This one is easily, easily decided. It was La La Land. Bang. Next 10. That wouldn't be in my 10. It wouldn't? No. This isn't the, the, the 10 films that I watched there. Oh, you didn't like La La Land, did you? It was okay. Yeah. Um, in the next 10, it would be... Oh, this was... Oh, Colonia, starring Emma Watson, all about a cult. Bang. Done. Is that new? It's been out for a couple of years. Mm. Uh, in the next 10, it would be... Uh, oh, this one's tough. It would be either Snowpiercer starring Chris Evans, which is all about like people fighting on a train, Ooh. or another film about a train called Train to Busan, which is a Korean zombie film, or another an- movie about <laughs> yeah. a train, another <laughs> Korean film uh, called The Handmaiden, which was the really aggressive lesbian one. I think I told you guys about. Yeah, see, Snowpiercer to me was one of the worst films of the year. You didn't like it? Whichever year it came out, it was one of the worst films. Oh, of the year. I really liked it. The next one. Would be Logan, yeah, so good. But it would also be closely followed by Up in the Air and The Shawshank Redemption. Up in the Air, so good. Have we discussed Up in the Air? Yeah, I think we have. Maybe not on the air, but we have talked After about it. After the episode, it. we'll talk about it again. I love it so much. Uh, in the next ten, it would easily be, oh, easily be Room, starring mm. uh, Brie Larson. The next ten would be. Oh, that is a tough one. Uh, it would be Alien. Um, no, that was a real one. <laughs> but it was in there. Uh, it would be either Hidden Figures or Casino. 
how boring is this list getting? Because I'm just like counting things. I uh, go. You must be nearly there. Uh, yeah, I got two more tens to go. So in the next ten, it would be either the King of Comedy, which is a Martin Scorsese film starring Robert De Niro, um, or Frank, starring uh, Mark Fassbender. Oh, Frank for me. Really, really good. And then my last ten from ninety-one through to a hundred. My last favourite film of the year so far is Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, which I'd never seen before and I really liked. So I'm seven into the next hundred. I'm, I watch 107 films. I'm yeah. like two behind at this point. So the next time I update it will be in a couple of weeks when I've hit 150 and I'll give you my next well, five I don't know movies. how you're doing that, man. That's so many films. Because I'm, I'm doing the same. I'm keeping a list. Checking it twice? I, I'm checking it more than twice. My eyes... <laughs> I'm not deceived. By who's naughty or nice? I'm at 20 <laughs> this year. Well, remember I had two plane flights, which knocked out a bunch. Yeah, that's true. Um, In fact, I've got flights coming up. And I, um, at the beginning of the year, when it got a little bit tedious, when it got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm kind of falling behind, I watched a lot of like the DC animated films, because they're like an hour, an hour and ten, so you could, I could knock them out before work. Um, and then I take advantage of it. Like, I don't watch movies every day, but I tend to have a Thursday morning off, so I can watch two, one or two on Thursday morning, and then like Saturday and Sunday, I get up at like five thirty, six o'clock, and teens asleep till at least nine. So I'll watch at least one or two in the morning. There, yeah. if I can get five out over the three days, um, that's almost my week. And then you will watch a movie together at some point. And I tend to go to movie cinemas like on a Wednesday. So yeah. I do like find ways. But as as you can see, I am behind. But I caught up because at one point I was behind by like seven. So yeah, um, cool. That's my. Let's, let's get quizzical. We will. <laughs> Olivia, Go on, Owen, man. John. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> okay, so the way we've... I think the way we did it last time worked better. So if you guys on your phone, just keep like a little blank sheet so you can score points. So we'll say two points if you can get it straight after the question. One point if you need the multiple choice answers. Sure. What is the quiz we're doing today, Nicholas? Little, uh, little yellow family. You might have heard of them. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, this. I'm gonna lose definitely, but so I'll try my best. To me, some of them were dead easy. Yep. Some of them I was, didn't have any idea. So sure. some will be as easy as like I think one of them was about a street name, which is very easy. Yeah. But then some of them I was just like, oh, you've got to know specifically in what, an episode what happened. Yep. So, yeah. Well, just to. I mean, I'm pro- after saying this, I'm probably going to crash and burn, but I did go to a Simpsons trivia night. Oh, yeah. And we did do pretty good. Okay. Not... I think we came fourth. Yeah. Yeah, we actually did pretty pretty well. Mm. I think it's tough. There's always going to be a bigger Simpsons fan than <laughs> yes. you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. That's, it's, not That's like, right. it's not like an obscure thing. No. We're you know? definitely better like first ten seasons. Once the first ten seasons end, I think yeah, our knowledge 12, falls away. Mm. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready. So, as I said... Uh, two points if you know it without, uh, and don't shout it out. I think, how do we, how do we work out? I think you asked the question and then if we knew the answer, we wrote it down and showed you. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That works really well. Um, yeah. It doesn't work well for the audience so much, but Hey, are we, is this being recorded? (laughs) Okay. You ready? Yes. Question one. What was Ned Flanders wife's name? Yeah. That's easy. So you both know that? Yep. You're both spot on. So we can say our answer. Really answer? Yeah, I yeah. said Maud. Maud is yeah. correct. Well, I think it is, but having ticked it, 
I think it's going to tell me at the end. Oh, so oh, okay, potentially yeah. Should I we keep our answers written down then? No. Uh, yes, let's do that. Okay. Keep it written down. And then there's Maud. Okay. there's Maud. Question two. Where does Millhouse's dad work? <laughs> Depends on what season, but... Do you want the options? No, it's okay. That's what I would say. I said Cracker Factory. Yes, that's what I said too. Okay, here's probably the easiest I'm one. I'm big yeah. shout at the Cracker Factory. What, se- what street do the Simpsons live on? Um, the street is also the name mm. of a good band. A hardcore band. Hmm. Let Tina submit her answer and then we'll reveal. Because that's where they got it from. I said Evergreen Terrace. So I'm not going to be able to confirm whether these are correct yet, by the way. So, that's okay. Yeah. I'm just yeah. keeping the audience engaged. Yeah, yeah. What did you say, Tina? Evergreen Terrace. Cool. Question four. What's the name of the Krusty the Clown's plane? Oh. Do you need the options? I'm just trying to think. Because I know which one it is. It's I think it's a, the one that the one that he dies in. Yeah, the one where he fakes his own death, and then there's like Stinky Pete or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, what's okay. it called? Looks like you guys need the answers. Yeah, I need. Yeah, I need hit the me answers, with the yeah. A Midnight Flyer, B Mile High, C I'm on a roller gay, D High Flyer. I didn't, yeah, I I'm not sure if that's the one I said. Okay, you both selected the same one. I said that I'm on a I'm roller. I'm on a roller gay. Okay, yeah. so I'll tick it and we'll see if it's right. Yep. I don't know what's going to happen if you have different answers. We'll just have to, you just have to write them down. Yeah. And we'll remember. Question five. On the Bouvier, fa- Bouvier? Yeah. yeah. Bouvier family quilt, what does Marge's patch say? Oh. Oh, I don't even remember this. Oh. No, I do. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I can give you, Tina, I'll give you like another few seconds that I'm going to have to read them out. I'm, for some reason in my head, it's something like keep on trucking, but it's not yeah. that. It's not that. Uh, I'm going to need, I'm going to need their multiple choice. A, love will find a way. B, keep on trucking. C, life is like a box of chocolates. D, Marge loves Homer forever. Mm. I don't know, I'll just take a stab in the dark. That's what I've chosen. You I've chosen. selected Keep, Keep on, on Trucking. Yeah. Okay, I we'll shouldn't see. have said anything. Well, about. I would have gone that way anyway, only because it's the weirdest sounding one out of all of them. Like, it's the one that makes the least sense. So <laughs> I was like, and knowing the things those, those guys do. But yeah, you saying that definitely... because no, I remember she says something, because Lisa goes like, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah, she goes, like, well, it's the blah, blah, blah. Oh, we just lost a bit of power for a second. Got spooky. <laughs> Question six. What is Bart's treasured childhood toy? Oh. Right. <laughs> I, I put my camera, my phone in his face first. I think so I wrote the word instead of the abbreviation. Yeah. Right. Mr. Mr. Honey Bunny. That is correct. Well, <laughs> it's correct that you both chose <laughs> yeah. it. Okay. I wouldn't have chosen that, by the way. Okay. I would have selected D, Radioactive Man, because that's the other thing I read. Uh, yeah. So, question seven. How much money does Bart sell his soul to Millhouse for? Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. You want the options, or are you both... Yeah, you both selected five dollars. You guys are—if you're on the money, you both. I don't think. <laughs> oh no, Miss Tina up by one. I don't know. 
I think we've all chosen the same. We've chosen the same thing every time. I think. Yeah, so. we have. Question yeah. eight: When Bart falls in love with Jessica Lovejoy, she makes him pull the school fire alarm. Groundskeeper Willie runs back into the school for what? Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I know this because okay. I saw it on the um. Oh, uh, you know, page. We, you know what we didn't do? We didn't say who like guessed and who's a multiple choice. Yeah. But that's okay. So what do you mean? So like, I need the multiple choice for Tina. See, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Now. So. Um, so I've written down a little two because I haven't needed it. Okay, yeah. For the so, one that I did need, yeah, I didn't so write one. Put a, like, if you haven't been writing two next to yours, just put a one. I think the it. only one I needed a two for was I'm on a roll and keep on trucking, which Tina used as well. Yeah. We, or we needed a, we needed the multiple choice for, so. Mm. Alright, so we'll just put a mark next to this one and we'll go on. I'll put okay. a little, yeah. So the, the options are A, the class hamster super dude. Yeah. B, the wee turtles. C, Ralph Wiggum. D, his bagpipes. I think it's... You can just say it. I said the Wii Turtles. Turtles. Okay. So I've got a little asterisk, don't I? Yeah. Okay. Question nine. Who tells Ralph Wiggum to burn things? (laughs) Oh, I don't know if I know this either. Okay. This is where my knowledge is starting to fail me. Okay, so A, a clown, mm. B, the devil, C, a leprechaun, D, Apu. Oh, I don't know. This doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Think of the quote. Think of the whole quote. Yeah, I can't think of the... I think... I'll put a little asterisk next to it as well. I think it's that. Okay, you both selected... C, a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Cool. Question 10. In the episode Das Bus, yeah. what country did Bart represent in the Model UN Club? Oh, I know oh, this. Oh. James could be back on the board. Oh. Okay, you don't have to show me yet, James. I remember his, oh. um, I remember his outfit. Yeah, what's his outfit? Is it China? I'm going to show you it now. That's my choice. It... No, it's because he has the he has the aviator glasses. Mm. So I feel like it's Russia. I'm no, afraid I'm going to have to read yeah. out the four answers yeah, now. Tell me. Put a little asterisk next to your guess. <laughs> a Iraq. Yes. B Iran. Oh. C Libya. D Afghanistan. Oh shit! They're all very similar. So first Racist. one's Iraq. <laughs> the second one's Iran. <laughs> then it's Libya. So, Iraq, Iran, Libya, or Afghanistan? Mm. I'm not sure on this one. You both selected the same one. I selected Libya. So, Libya. Question 11. I remember this episode. It's funny. (laughs) When Mo has plastic surgery to alter his face, he gets the lead role on a soap opera playing who... All, all the names are great here, by and the way. He's I'm going to enjoy an eye patch. Yeah, I need the names. Okay. A. Dr. Tad Winslow. B. Father McGrath. C. Tom Sexington. <laughs> D. Jonathan Ridges. Make sure you're putting an asterisk here because you both failed. Tad. 
Tad, you've both gone Tad Winslow. All right, Todd. Yeah, my credits are rad. Well, mine says wind slow, yeah. as in slow Todd flowing Winslow. wind. Yeah. Rad Winslow. Okay, question 12. What was the name of the soap opera Mo appeared on? I'll need the... No, yeah, yeah I'll need the things. A. I don't watch that episode that often. Forever Wins. B. Bouquets and Betrayals. Bouquet. You say that word. Bouquet. Bouquet. Yeah. C. It Never Ends. D. Search for the Sun. Oh, this is the first one that's actually, like, legitimately stumped me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I feel like you've like never heard it before, kind I'm of thing. I'm taking a like a seventy percent chance in the dark. You guys are on the same page, though. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> You're both selecting the same thing. Yeah. We must be right then. Either you that probably or... are. <laughs> it's possible. Okay, question thirteen. What was the name on Homer's fake ID he used to buy oh. beer when he was seventeen? Oh, I can't remember. I'll need the. Okay. No. Oh, Tina might not be out of the woods. No, I need I'm singing it. Yep, got it. Okay, apparently it has something to do with a song. You're like a regular hostie. You're like, (laughs) that might be a hint, contestants. Okay, so have you got your answer? Yes. Okay, so A, John Stuckey. Yep. B, Michael McQueen. C, Ben Stevenson. D, Brian McGee. Can you say them again? I'm just... John Stuckey. Yeah. Michael McQueen. Ben Stevenson. Brian McGee. It's my solution. Okay. Different answers. And I, and the first I time didn't ever. use the multiple choice. Different okay, answers. so I'll yeah. go with so yours. So I wrote it before so the multiple choice. So I'll tick yours. Which, yes. Wait, which one did you say? Brian McGee. Brian McGee, and you said that John. does sound familiar. Like now, the Lord, when you mm. talk about a song, I said John Stuckey, which I think might be wrong, but I had I couldn't tell you. Like I just don't remember that at all. Okay, mm, it's a pretty famous one. Whoa! I definitely smack said, talk. I definitely said that I would lose. If I only lose by one, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think you've lost by more than one though. Okay, I've question fourteen. No, because I did all mine. Quiz is another guys. Quiz choice. is still going. Yeah, there's no one listening anymore. But listen. <laughs> yeah. Question 14. Who did Marge have a crush on when she was Lisa's age? Oh, I know this one. So do when I. she was Lisa's age. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's specific to that, but I'm guessing when she was young. I know who she had a crush on when she was a teenager. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. I'm going to write that down too, and then I want to hear what the multiple choices are. Okay, so if you both go the same person. What does she show you? Okay, that's A as well. We so. both chose Ringo Starr. Yeah, Ringo. Otherwise, the options were Bobby Sherman, Ted Bezel, <gasps> D. Homer Simpson. You can't, Wait, so it's so it's you can't change. Yeah, it I can't change it. Well, you can if you want, but you'll get you'll get only one. Oh, okay, but you can only get yeah. one point. Yeah. I'm sticking with what I showed. I still think I'm changing mine. That's okay. You got to take some risks to get back into the game. Well, I mean... Yeah. Yes. I'm changing mine to that. Okay. Well, yeah, but you I'm losing say, that point. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, but you'll lose, yeah. If mm-hmm. James gets it right, he'll get the two. Yeah. yeah. Question 15. Except for the fact that I know that he's wrong. How many brothers does Dr. Hibbert have? Ah. 
Oh, I don't know. The options are none, one, two, or three. I remember who his brother is, too. Well, that gave away an answer, didn't it? <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Oh, Sorry. Okay, no. <laughs> that's, oh, shit. That's what I was saying anyway, so... Yeah, cool. Do you, remember, do you remember who his brother is? No. Ah, well, I will get an extra bonus point then if I tell you who it is at the That's end the tiebreaker. Mm. No, no, actually, no. that can't work. If it just all goes to the best of the answer. Question 16. Homer always thought he knew where his mother was buried. Whose grave was it really? Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'll, have to, some time on I'll this. have to do the I'll, um, I'll I'll multiple hear choice, it. yeah. A, Jedediah Springfield. Jedediah? Mm. Isn't it Jebediah? There's, there's a play, there's a joke on it later. Oh, okay, okay. Edgar Allan Poe is B, C, Ernest Hemingway, D, Walt Whitman. Want those again? No. No. Make sure a little asterisk. You've both selected D. Walt Whitman. Question seventeen: Who ran over Snowball One? Who I have an idea. One? You know, what? I'll take the risk, and if I have to change it, I'll change it. I don't even really know how Snowball died. It's my guess. Yeah, I'm gonna put. Do we choose the same person? Yes, you did. <laughs> you both selected C, Homer, without okay. having to read the uh, thing. So you both. I feel like he ran over Snowball One, like going to work or coming back, like leaving for work. I think, like he was like on his way out, and then he ran over Snowball. I think. Okay, well, we'll see soon enough. Okay. Question eighteen: In which of the following movies did Troy McClure not star in? Okay. Mm. Okay, so you're gonna have to. So have we have here. to listen to yeah. the things. Just one point on offer because it's the same yeah, for sure. each of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. A. Alice the Groovy Mule. <laughs> B. Calling it Quakers. C. The Decapitation of Larry Leadfoot. D. Dig Your Own Grave and Save. Can you read about one he more time? He didn't star in them. Oh, like he in which of the following them. movies did Troy McClure not star in? So he mm-hmm. wouldn't, yeah. would never have. He was, wasn't in one of these. So A. Alice the Groovy Mule. Mm-hmm. B. Calling it Quakers. C, the decapitation of Larry Ledfoot. D, dig your own grave and save. I wonder whether, like, Alice the Groovy Mule, like, for example, might, like, it might be like Edna the Groovy Mule and they've just taken everything out. Oh, yeah. That'd be a real... you got to change one of those words there. <laughs> you've both, you've selected a different one. Okay. Okay, cool. So, Tina, you selected D, dig your own grave. And so what was yours again? Calling all Quakers. Okay, B, calling... I'm going to select... Go with her. She's okay, right. that one, and we'll see how it goes. Last question. Question 19. <laughs> Why you only do 19 <laughs> questions in a quiz? How many teeth does Bart have? How many teeth? Okay, this is one where you're probably going to need the answers anyway. Yeah. 16 permanent, 16 baby. 8 permanent... 16 baby does this mean anything to you guys this means nothing to me well you just have to guess that it must be like an, an off cuff reference or they yeah. must have said at some point C 16 permanent 9 baby D 16 permanent 8 baby I'm just going to take a letter stab in the dark I 
Okay, so you selected C, Tina. You selected mm -hmm. D, James. Yeah. I'll just go with C so we have an answer. Sure. <coughs> well, we scored 74%. Let's hope it goes through them. Well, okay, so I'll go through them again really quickly with the answers. And, and we'll can... put a number, like, so two for first guess, one for yep. second guess. Yeah. We'll keep okay, scoring. so who was Ned Flanders' wife? The name was Maud, and you both got yep. two, I think, didn't you? So yep. I put a little two next to it, so I know. Yep. Where does Millhouse's dad work? D, the Cracker Factory. I'm big at the Cracker Factory. <laughs> we know single people like crackers. Frankly, uh, we yeah. Question three, what street do the Simpsons live on? Evergreen Terrace. Evergreen Terrace. Easy. Question four, what was the name of Krusty the Clown's plane? I think we said I'm, I'm on, on a roller. roller. That was correct. On the Bouvier family quilt, what does Marge's patch say? Keep, Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking, yeah. indeed. Do I get one or two points for that? Because I was like, I feel like it's keep on track. But then I did need the things. So I'll do it as one point. Yeah. Oh, cool. I better do that as well. Okay. I think the next two we guessed straight away. And then from there on we had... We yeah. Yep, yeah, cool. So question six. What is Bart's treasure childhood toy name? Mr. Mr. Honeybunny. Honey yeah, that's right. Seven. How much money does Bart sell his soul to Millhouse for? Five, Five dollars. Five bucks. Question eight. When Bart falls in love with Jessica Lovejoy... Is that the Sarah? Is she Sarah Michelle Gellar? Or is that another? I think you might be. Uh, no, isn't it? Who plays her? Is, is it Sarah Michelle Gellar? Isn't it Meryl Streep? You're just yellow. Yeah, it is Meryl Streep. Yeah, it is Meryl Streep. You're just yellow trash. Bonus points for me. Well, bonus points for me later because I know who Doctor <laughs> Hibbert's brother is, and cool. you're going to be like, "Oh my god, I knew that." Okay, when Bar falls in love with Jessica Lovejoy, she makes him pull the school. Fire alarm. What does Grant keep Willie go back in for? The weird turtles. The weird turtles. That's right. And then now, they attack did, him. Did you get two for that and I you got, got one? Two. I got one, yeah. Yep, okay. I'm keeping score so I can count at the end. Yeah, cool. Mm. Who tells Ralph Wiggum to burn things? That's where I see the leprechaun. leprechaun. It tells me to burn things. So I got two for that. Cool. In the episode Dust Bus. What country did Bart represent in the model UN? Libya. Yeah, I chose Libya. But that was two too. for you, two for yeah, James, and one, one for you, yep. Yeah. Eleven. When Mo has plastic surgery to alter his face, he gets a leading role. Who does he play? Tad Winslow. Yeah. Doctor. Do Dr. Right, Tad Winslow. Yeah. So we we yeah, both have to. Yeah, yeah, you got it. It's a one pointer for both of us, I think. Yeah. So. yeah. What was the name of the soap opera? It never ends. Yeah, that's what I Correct. wrote too. Cool. This one I definitely got right, and you got wrong. That's cool. What was the name of Homer's fake ID? He used to buy beer. Brian I, McGee. Brian McGee is correct. Oh, I'm just trying to. ID. Jesus Christ. My name was Brian McGee. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I stayed up listening to Queen. <laughs> cool. And okay. Who did Marge have a crush on? James and I were both wrong. Bobby Sherman. It was Mom. Bobby Sherman. That's yeah, right, James. So, so maybe so it was important point. that it was Lisa's age then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. 15. How many brothers does Dr. Hibbert have? He has one. I said one. Who is he? He is... Wait. You're both wrong. Ah. Oh. Two. Ah. Oh. Well, the estranged brother is Bleeding Gums Murphy. Yeah. Okay. Long lost brother who runs the Shelbyville Orphanage. <laughs> yeah. What? Must I don't remember cuts. that. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what seasons they're covering either, so maybe it came up like season 23, like... Yeah. 16. Homer always thought he knew where his mother was buried, but whose grave was it really? Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. Correct. Who ran over Snowball 1? Homer. You answered Homer. The correct answer is Clovis Quimby. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Um, mm. That is Mayor is Quimby's Mayor cousin. Quimby? Oh, Mayor Quimby's cousin. Mm. Oh, okay. 
18. In which of the following movies did Troy McClure not yeah. star in? Yeah, I know it's not Alice the Groovy Mule, because no. he definitely did star in that one, didn't he? Uh, he no, that is the correct answer. You both oh. said Dig Your Own Grave and Save. No, I said Call Them Quakers. Oh, sorry, yeah. But the correct answer was Alice the Groovy Mule. Oh. But I don't oh, nah. Alice the Groovy Mule. Nah, it's... You know what? It is one of those annoying things where they swap the word. It's not Alice. It's Gladys. Gladys. Yeah. yeah. Remember how I, I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I... Alice doesn't sound exactly right. But I was like, that's close You know what? I was so close. I was so close. I was like... It's like, what if they just changed yeah. like one word yeah. in there? Mm. And then I was like, probably not. I'll go you know, with it's, that one. it's fair enough because you both don't get a point though. So it's not yeah. like someone's, you know. Question nineteen: How many teeth does Bart have? Mm. Okay. I picked letter C. I chose D. Okay, so you got the point. I got two points for that. Oh, I know yeah, one point. Right. No, I oh, no, one I read point. Out. I read yeah, you had to read them out. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so I definitely I got lost. Two, four, six, seven, eight. I just think you finished counting first because. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. I got 23. Out of, what's double in 19? 19. 36. 23 out of 36. No, 38. My maths is awful. <laughs> this has got to be the best quiz broadcast today, you'd have to say. Yep, I got 23. Um... I thought the community one was very good where I slayed it. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, seven, no, I don't nine. mean this particular quiz. I mean the way we run this. We really let the, we don't the listener in behind the yes, scenes. That's that right. 20. I got 21, so I was only two behind. Yeah, ah, pretty, pretty even. Now, you guys did well. You would have mm. both smashed me in that quiz. Um, yeah, it was tough. Like, I knew going in I was on a disadvantage because I didn't start watching The Simpsons so I was like 17. So, But still, like, I mean, you did that's really well. So. We've... And we got almost all of our answers exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, you guys should get married. Yeah, we should. Maybe we, we will, Milhouse. <laughs> Maybe um, we will. Later that day. All right, well, th- oh, no, what a raging success <laughs> this segment is, the quiz segment. So what's another one that's going to be fair? Because it's tough. Um... Maybe Arrested Development? Arrested Development? S- yeah. Seinfeld. Would you, would you be able to function with a Seinfeld one? Are you... Ofay with I would be worse at Seinfeld than I was at Simpsons. Depends on the yeah. quiz. Yeah. Depends on no, the quiz. Seinfeld I wouldn't be very good at. Um, it's not, I wouldn't be great at the Seinfeld one. What about a Disney film? If I could find one which is Mulan, all... Mulan or Good Wife Kids? Not like a specific yeah. film. Mm. But like, let's like just say I could find like a Toy one, Story yeah. series. Pixar mm. maybe? Mm. Like, although I haven't seen all the Pixar films. I mean maybe like... It's just I'm running out of shows that yeah. we both watch. Yeah. You know? Like because if I do... Like the Flash or something. About like the yeah. Office. Haven't we done an Office we one? We did. We've done an Office oh, one. Okay. I'm sure we've done. Yeah, one. I think we've done a couple of Office ones. <laughs> well, uh, we'll keep the quizzes going. Next week, guys, we're going to be talking all about Guardians of the Galaxy. It feels like we talked all about it tonight, yeah. but there's more Guardians. It's, it's going to be tough though because normally we record on a Wednesday, like tonight, mm. and then the film would be coming out tomorrow. So yeah. we almost have a whole week. Yeah. Whereas I've got, I've got a lot of uni work next week, so I potentially won't have seen it by next. Unless maybe you either want to not podcast next week because I won't have seen it. Mm. Um, and I can't imagine you want to do a podcast and not talk about it. I mean, it's quite possible that we'll see it more than once. So we might even like have to go see it with you or something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. next week, we'll, well, next episode will most likely be all Guardians talk. 
Um, I'm uh, sure with those five post-credit scenes, there'll be a lot to discuss. Yeah, but... absolutely. I mean, I might need to see it twice just to get the grasp of all those post-credit yeah. sequences. Um, yeah, I think that's that's all. Um, Game of Thrones is getting ever closer, guys. We're almost there again. Must be nice July. Isn't yeah, it? I know it's a little while yeah. away, but I was just trying to build up <laughs> yeah, damn the excitement. Um, Flash will be back next week, so we can talk about Flash. Can't wait for that to get back. Um, yeah. That's about it. That's, but we've emptied the tank, guys. That's it. Happy Easter. Yeah, we should have done Easter themed questions, I guess, but. I didn't yeah, think about that. Is there any Easter movies? Is Pop it, with Russell Brand. Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It's not even a joke. The new Jesus one with Ewan McGregor. Oh, okay. Have you not seen it? No. No, I've not seen the film, but like... Not heard about it? With, you work with DVDs, I just assume you would have seen it. Cause oh, is it the Lost in the Desert one or whatever? I didn't like really look at it, yeah. I just saw that cover. I was like, alright, cool. Like, it's a little bit weird. He's doing stuff, I guess. Um, cool, we'll, we'll try and get back next week to talk with Guardians. Yeah. Um, I mean, we might even just do two episodes on Guardians. We'll just see how we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, until then, that is going to do it for uh, this week's show, guys. Uh, say goodbye, Tina and Nick. Bye. See you later, everybody. You, Bye, everybody. <laughs> that seems uh, very appropriate considering what we just did. Um, I'm James Chalmers. Uh, see you next time. Bye.